Live from the heart of the forest, it's Super Game Cast 2 with your host, Bronson Fiore. Live. Hey everybody, give us a minute. This morning we're kind of frazzled. Everyone's running late. That's partially on me. Um, um, partially. I mean, Emily was late too. <laughs> um, yeah, so. I actually did not. Uh, I mean, I knew you, but you're the head guy. You're the leader. You need to be here. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry. Know. Yeah, that's okay. It happens. Yeah. Um,. I got too used to Aaron running the show. I just show up and be entertaining and make sure I've read the news stories this week. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, we're getting this set up. Uh, by the way, everyone check this week's uh, title of the podcast. I or saw the... it. Oh, no, I updated it. Yep. Check it yep. right now. Oh, you did? Good title. Oh. Where do I find it? On the Twitch. That's accurate. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to get us hit by the the Twitch stuff. For uh, <laughs> uh. the title on the Switch? No, it's uh, on the Twitch. It's uh, like below our name on the stream. Oh, also. okay. I see. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I do uh, not like seeing myself on camera. It's unnerving. Uh, oh, dude, no. I've gotten just... I used to be that way. I've just gotten so numb to it now. <laughs> I still am annoyed by my own voice, though, when I listen to recordings. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I listen I to the I podcast think, in my I car... I think everyone like, naturally is. Yeah. When you listen to the podcast... Like, oh, God, God, that's me. <laughs> the thing is, I don't have a good mic either because everybody's got like a premium $300 mic these days, it seems, and I had used like this $40... POS from Amazon I bought like eight years ago, so it doesn't do well. Uh, whatever, whatever works, whatever works. Yeah, it's, good. it's like I don't do it enough to get a new one yet, so I only pay like one twenty for mine. Um, mine was free, but it was like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, so you can't say shit. <laughs> um, I don't know so. how much mine was. Alrighty, so hey, another week. We're live from somewhere. Uh, from somewhere, we? yeah. <laughs> Aaron's on vacation, so we're all mentally on vacation. <laughs> oh, uh, God. I know. Cake pops are good. They are delicious. Which ones you get? Yeah, two chocolate ones. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, well, hey, we had another week. Another week of news. Um... <laughs> Everyone, I'm sure, is happy about this news. Um, oh, wait, I think this broke... Oh, no, this broke a while ago. And Why is this in the recent news section on GameSpot, then? Good uh, question. Why is it There was no, no news this week. Nothing happened this week. There wasn't much. Like, I, I was... Like, like Anthony brought this up. Video cards are back in stock. Like, you can actually yep. buy a video card now? Kind of. <laughs> I mean, if you were... Kinda. If I mean, you, you know, good. I mean, I don't know how it is for the rest of the world, but in America, at least, from only one manufacturer, right? Uh, because you know, they and Nvidia are in a very close relationship. Um, yeah, they put cards in stock. As of last night, when I checked, it's all a bunch of thirty eighties and one thirty fifty variant. 
that you can add to a cart. Um, the cheapest of that is the 3050 variant, which costs $300. And all the other um, three air variants, depending how many yes. fancy features you want, go somewhere between twelve hundred to twenty one hundred dollars, I believe. I'm gonna look this up again. To be fair, when I was um when I was looking at these on um was it Thursday? Yes, Thursday. When I was looking at these on Thursday, uh you were able to get a thirty ninety for um God, what was it? Uh nine hundred dollars almost. It was like nine fifty. That's not bad. Yeah, like like thirty eighty for like one hundred and fifty over MSRP nowadays is like a steal. (laughs) My, I love how the (laughs) this is already the thirty fifty is available for three hundred dollars after an instant rebate. So it's three hundred dollars. Thirty dollars from three hundred thirty. Well, you have their water cooled thirty eighty, which is twelve hundred after rebate. Yeah, but yeah. that requires you to have already a custom setup to plug into. So yeah, I'm surprised that one it's is kinda, uh, 1200. It's hybrid card. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, you it's have the Ultra a... Hydro Copper Gaming. Oh, okay. XC three. Uh, they have 3080. They've got two variants of a 3080. They've got a num. They got like three variants of the 3080 Ti, one 3090, and two 3090 Ti's. I'm not gonna lie, dude. That 3080 Ti is tempting. If uh, the 3080 Ti was a thousand dollars, I would say go for it because yeah. there's a, a more sizable jump over the base 3080, and it's at least like a refreshed version. Yeah, no. Of it, so like, if, if somebody said 3080, 900 bucks. Sorry, 3080 Ti, 900 bucks. I'd be like, yeah, I'd, I'd go be for like, it. fuck yeah, sir, sign me up. <laughs> for me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's like it's a Gen old, but eh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, if you wait for the four thousand series, the three thousands might drop in price too, and that's that's pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. likely. Yeah. I'm, I'm my, thought process, my thought process. It, my thought process on it was is like if you're, all you're really looking for is thirty eighty performance, you can get a forty seventy because it will match it. You'll have the latest feature set, so you can run more games longer and not have to worry about DirectX or any features being obsoleted, mm-hmm. obsoleting your card. And it's a seventy series, so it will be more likely to be in stock and less likely to be price gouged to the moon if we have another shortage. I am currently sitting on a ten eighty six years later. So You're reaching right at the point when they might get obsoleted because I think the nine hundred series is right at that cutoff point at the moment. Um yeah, nine hundred series so they just dropped seven like a year ago. So that means probably when four thousand comes out when the 4000 series comes out, we're probably going to get 10 dropped. Um, and when 10 drops, uh, and then and then uh, 10 will be dropped when the 5000 comes out. That would be my guess, anyway. Um, which, the fact that I'm still playing, like, AAA games on, like, high to ultra settings and getting good frame rates is... Tells you a lot about what that 10, 1080 slash 1080 Ti were. Art is a is a trooper for sure. Like that, that that was like their. It was like the 1080 Ti, and especially was like so over engineered that it's still like kind of a good card. Like that's fucking crazy when you think about it. Uh, Another topic that happened. uh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I I think I think, uh, and I still hope Nvidia still does this. Is 
right now everybody is currently accusing them of price gouging and you know riding high profits to take advantage of the situation but i also know that nvidia wants to dunk on the game consoles whenever possible right and they're not doing that because, right now because here's the thing is as much as the pc master race wants to believe that its own unique kingdom that has nothing to do with the peasantry you're still competing with the peasantry so like I bought a GeForce 970 for $330 that also came with a game and a free backplate because that generation of card launched right around the time the, um, I think the Xbox One and PS4 were coming out. Uh, no. So, so the PS4 and Xbox One came out uh, right after the 7 series came out. Okay. And, uh, and then the, the PS4 Pro came out the same year as the 10 series. Okay. But... So. At that time, yeah, but at the time, though, NVIDIA still had to present a good value proposition to convince people to, well, buy their cards and game on PC. The PC was a good value at the time. Um, yeah, dude, I, I, got a, I, got whenever, a, like... I got a 1080, a brand new copy of Gears 4 for $575. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah, whenever okay. the yeah, whenever the console gen tends to stagnate like it did with the Pro and the Xbox One X being out as long as it did, the the twenty series kind of could be priced whatever it wanted to be mm-hmm. because it didn't really have any competition in sight. Like my twenty seventy was like a five hundred and fifty dollar card that doesn't actually go any. Fa- it matches an eighty series, sure, but still a seventy series card. It's a 2070 that costs it as almost as much as a 1080. Well, like, you oh, want, there's that. You want to talk about like graphics card? Like the thing with that also is like, it used to be like back when I built my my 2016 rig, uh, you could get a full really badass rig for fifteen hundred dollars, and that's a lot more than what a console costs. Admittedly, it's three times as much, but it also kicked the shit out of it in performance to the point where it wasn't even close. But the the thing is now, fifteen hundred dollars just gets you like an above average gaming PC. Like that's it. That is yep. all, sir. Um, yeah, like maybe an average gaming laptop at this. Yeah, like I'm I'm currently sh- so I'm currently shopping for a gaming laptop because I've been spending more and more time at my girlfriend's house. Um, and it'd be nice to, you know, play games with her there that aren't on the goddamn Switch. Uh, so, uh, I've been looking, so I've been like, I found what, like, I found one that has a 3060 for like 12, like, uh, for $1,250, and it's, that's like a screaming deal. <laughs> you know? So, you know, yeah. like, it, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, like, they 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 do because now when you compare like the price of a console for the price of a high-end gaming rig it's like well the consoles get close right now they really do like if you go boot up like guardians of the galaxy on an xbox series x or ps5 and play it and enjoy it and then load it up like 4k out on a pc yeah there's that difference in frame rate but that's the only difference it's not like this difference. It's not like when it was on the PS4 and there was the difference in frame rate, but there was also the difference in like image quality. That image quality difference really isn't there anymore, or not nearly as much. You know, so like when you're looking at ports from from console to PC, even even today, and it bugs the hell out of me, but even today, uh, PC ports some of the times don't run as well or aren't optimized as well. Like look at Elden Ring. Look at 
uh, well, any FromSoft game, really. Uh, PC Persona 4 Ultimax just shit. came out. The PC yeah. version, PC version is it's not the worst. Great. It works. It's the worst version. Like it yep. functions at least, but like it's not great. Like consoles get the priority because they're far more mass market. Unless it's like a game that's, um, unless that's it's a game that's either a a, a toaster game. Yep. So that that's a reality. Like just toaster games happen. Uh, or B, uh, or B, it's a game that is like really taking advantage of the PC. Yeah. You know? Uh. So yeah. yeah. That's that's probably the problem that Nvidia is going to face in the new future is that because normally, I was expecting that because the next gen systems were coming out right around the time the 30 series was launching, Nvidia would heavily be competitive with price. Well, they they were at launch. They, like it was seven hundred dollars. It was supposed to be seven hundred dollars. Right. For because they because they want to like dunk because they have the they they really like to dunk on the competition. Be like, oh, you're gonna buy a game console? Well, let me show you what we can do for your five hundred dollars, and just blow them out of the water. But exactly. Well, the chip shortage happened, so. They kind of been making huge amounts of money selling video cards to whoever miners or whoever has money or whatever. That's great and all, but the problem is that as the years and now that we're like two years, two and a half years now, uh, it'll be two, two years. years in September since the launch. Okay. That's since, since we're like almost at two years. Mm. A lot of those people who probably would have bought a view card thinking like, "Gee, this is just too expensive. I'm just gonna go watch Twitter feeds to." get a ps5 that looks amazing and doesn't cost me a fortune right. and, and doesn't and, involve me having to troubleshoot graphics cards or driver updates yep. or bios updates or why does my computer behaving weirdly or any of no, these I've, I've had to, I can just buy a box that works for 500 right. i have had no problems with my series x or my ps5 all goddamn week i've had this fucking hard drive problem with this computer making noise it finally got fixed today for no reason at all like it was just like, okay, I guess you want to work. You don't want to make that noise anymore. Fine by me. Um, you know, because I've done multiple drive checks. I took it out. I looked at it. I inspected it. Secured the cables, and it's still just like, hey, it's cold, grinding noise. Uh, Didn't we that was the fan though? No, I discovered it was the hard drive. I discovered it was the hard I drive. I think we might there. want to replace that thing soon. Uh, yeah, like, well, it has a. It sounds it, to me like it's dying. Because if you don't, if you don't have that thing backed up. And it fails on you. Think of okay. Well, first off, what happens if it fails on you? Do you are you okay with losing everything on it? Uh, all my or, um, uh, almost all my important shit is on either my my like portable drive that I have around here, or my um or my C drive. Like all really. Good. All right. My D drive has my D drive, which is the mechanical one, has a bunch of garbage on it. That's just like you know, just stuff I want to keep, but like not. It, like if I lose it, I'll be bummed, but like it's not the end of the world. Okay. Uh, a bunch of old internet but videos yeah. that have been carried over from a computer from 2006. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, that $500 game console is also your ultra 4K Blu-ray player for your living room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, I, uh, yeah. I understand like a computer can also do taxes, type documents, and whatever stuff. But uh, so can an iPad. But, these days, yeah, so. but so can a three hundred dollar iPad. So like, mm, for the price of just the video card, because let's say, because if you want a game at the level of the consoles, you probably need a thirty seventy or up. So which you're probably looking at seven hundred dollars or more. For the price mm -hmm. of a video card, you can get a, like a base level iPad and a console and do most of the same shit. Yeah. Oh, may I also mention that that's just the video card. You got to build a computer for it. Yes. If you don't already have one. 
Yes, like me, I have a full, like, ideally, if I have the money when the 4000 series comes out, I'm going to do a little bit of an overhaul of Jarvis. We're going to get Jarvis 2.0, where we're going to swap out the 1080, we're going to add a second M.2 drive for storage, rip out this goddamn mechanical drive, and if I have the budget, after all that garbage, put a water cooler in it. So, yeah, fun times. Um, that that's the plan at that point because the processor the processor is still so overkill is like massively overkill like I, I'm like the hardest thing I do on it is stream and some light editing and this stream is eating up a whole whopping four percent of the CPU. Yeah, it's just it's just taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm fine. Like so... yeah, if I like like even like like. The graphics card is the whole bottleneck on this machine, cause like I like, cause it, cause we got the internet issue fixed. We're running on fiber. We're getting a hundred up. Uh, we're getting a thousand down. Um, in fact, I actually had to switch out my Ethernet cable because it was too old. Fun fact. Oh really? Yeah. That's always fun, <laughs> right? Yeah. Why well, had that really? Why am I only getting a hundred down? And then I then I like ch- then I like test it on the Xbox, which has like a like a new wired connection, because mm-hmm. uh, and it's like it's getting like five hundred down, and I'm like, huh, there's a problem somewhere around here. <laughs> um, so had that fun realization recently. Uh, as long as we're talking about tech stuff, yeah, no, it's and then like you have the fa- like okay, so assuming that you want to do everything a console does. You're right. probably looking at like a Ryzen 5 or an Intel i5, 16 gigs of RAM, a mid-level M.2, a 650 to 750 watt power supply, and like that's a lot of money, dude. You know, like that's that's a good amount of change. It's over the years, the cost of the graphics card just eats up a bigger percentage, right, dude? Of overall PC budget, because like I bought a processor upgrade for my PC for, and it was on sale, and I and I was like, oh, it's on sale. Well, I know why it's on sale is because people who usually buy these processors pair it with I don't know a great video card, but if nobody's buying able to buy video cards, why the heck do we need to buy this fancy? CPU setup, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, hold on, let me. Like, hold on, I want to check something. Go ahead, keep, keep talking. Like the entire the entire like PC building market just kind of stagnates out or goes on decline because you kind of need that graphics card to pair with your fancy new stuff. So if you can't get cool visuals, then what's the point of spending all this money on everything else? Right, like unless you're like unless you're like Aaron and I, where you're or Jesse, where you're streaming a shit ton. And you you need that CPU power, and you just have to deal with whatever graphics card you currently have. And there's no fucking point, you know. Like it's, uh, um. Hold on, I'm trying to find the launch price of my first graphics card, just to give everyone an idea. <laughs> oh, jeez. Do, do we need to, we do, we need to pull, do we need to pull up an inflation calculator for this? Because we're talking like mid two thousands, right? Yeah, yeah. My Early two thousands. My pull first shit up. Do my it. first rig was from two thousand four. So, um, okay, fifty seven hundred FX. Uh, what was the launch price on this bad guy? Uh, ba 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 Uh, okay, so uh. 
See, the NV old place mid-range, $200. So $200 in 2004 to now. And for today. So th this would be the equivalent of a like 3070 today, most likely, because like their upper mid card. So it'd be $300. Imagine a $300 3070. Imagine! <laughs> Dude, I, dude, I got my 970 for $330 in 2016, 17? And then, well, I want to say it was 15, because you got the 15, year. Yeah, yeah you got 15. the year before I got my 1080. Um, yeah, no, because I remember. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, and even then, just, like, imagine getting a, like, going back to that concept, like, imagine getting a 3080 for 575 with a game. Damn. The mark is just fucked. It's just yeah, it totally is. our bet, and like now that they know that the market will pay it, it's it's going to be the standard. Well, here's the here's the thing though is that the market will pay it until uh, you can either no longer sustain it or a competitor comes along and everybody runs that way. Yes, that is true. Uh, because yeah, everybody's paying for it, but that doesn't mean it's a good thing because eventually people are going to get worn out. Like you think about it, if you had just dumped fifteen hundred dollars on a graphics card and you desperately wanted it, what are the chances that person may have buyer's remorse or emotionally, or then some logic comes to be like, oh crap, I just spent fifteen hundred on a card. I don't want to buy anything else for the next five years. I just spent too much money. Well, well, not only I'm that, but not only that, but like, okay, so I'm really looking at buying this laptop. Like I'm thinking of doing it in the next two weeks. Um, you know, right? And uh, I, I I looked at, like, I was just like, it's kind of fucked up that this whole laptop that is a fucking full computer, a really nice one, is the, is slightly more expensive than the graphics card I almost just bought. That is pretty fucked up. Uh, that's severely jacked. Yeah, no. Like, that's, that's a real fucked, like, proposition when you think about it. I know. So, yeah. Um, so, when you did when you did that experiment to look up your first graphics card, mm -hmm. MSRP, I tried finding the the MSRP of the second ever graphics card I ever had, which is an NVIDIA what? TNT, which is an NVIDIA TNT two from nineteen ninety nine. Oh fuck! One hundred thirty dollars. Can you and it played, imagine? And it played and it played everything in nineteen ninety nine. What what was since eighty three thousand? Since eighty uh, I think it was actually maybe able to play all the games up to two thousand two, two thousand three. So maybe Star Wars Jedi Knight two. Like uh, I mean, uh, Need for Speed games ran no problem on it. Well, um, it's because like back then graphics cards were like trying like also competing with consoles more directly and like, yo bro, you could get a PlayStation for a hundred dollars. Oh man, you know, and like let's talk. Like, I think I think that's like something that kind of happens in maybe some industry sometimes is we get obsessed with features. Mm. Um, it needs to be more capable, more of everything. I think a great example I would use is look at a pickup truck. It used to be this utilitarian thing that you threw stuff into bed and drive it up, but now people want the pickup trucks to be fast. They want it to look good. They want it to be comfortable. I, I don't. They want it I to don't. Do everything. I want. And so I look at game consoles now. It's like, well, they still play games, but they're also like media boxes with Blu-ray players and everything else. On you can too. you can blame the fucking PlayStation Two for that. That's what started that war. And then yeah. the 360 oh, yeah. cemented that war. 
Like, Nintendo was very happy to be like, uh, we, this thing plays games. And then Sony was like, DVD player, CD player, surround sound. Heck, Nintendo, Nintendo went, kind of went back to that, actually, because, mm-hmm. like, the experiment is like, well, the Wii can play YouTube videos. The 3DS can, can play Netflix, yeah, but with the Switch, they're like, Netflix no. Netflix really at launch, either. No, the Switch still doesn't have fucking Netflix. Yeah, so, like, Nintendo it has Hulu. Kinda, like, like Nintendo just kind of poked their toe in the pool of media box, but then they're like, nah, with the Switch, I'll, I'll pretty much all games. Um, I, I actually had a real interesting thing pointed out to me that I wanted to bring this up earlier was, like, okay, I want you to, like, I want you to envision this. In the same, so, it was a, what, what year did Final Fantasy VI come out? A 96? 94. 94. 94. From, it was seven years from Final Fantasy VI to Final Fantasy X. Think about that fucking leap, boy. Alright, now let's think about the seven years ago. That would be 2015. Alright, the difference between Witcher 3 and Elden Ring. That gap isn't that big. (laughs) It's in 4K. Yeah. Yeah, And it it loads really, really (laughs) fast. Um, That's kind of it. it, Yeah, it's... It kind of plateaued right around the PS4 area because I think like yeah like a PS4 came out and it didn't really blow anybody's minds away which we thought that eh, was probably okay like I because, remember there uh, were like s- there were some first party games that were really visually impressive but nothing just melted my fucking mind the way the 360 did the way the PS2 did you know the way like the fucking N64 did you know well, um, we might be hitting that point of diminishing returns because what is there left graphically to do that isn't vr higher res and better frame rates in vr that's it like you, right that's like all. more tech you know sharper textures more resolution more frame rate more particle effects uh took us until the until like 2019 2018 2019 to have ray tracing which it's cool if done correctly but wasn't exactly blowing everyone's minds away. No, like, dude, Gran Turismo ray tracing is dope. Like, that's yeah, a great is, name for it. It's so good. But, like, yeah, and here's the thing. Okay, here's why, like, graphics cards were $130 back then, Anthony. Okay, you can buy a graphics card and play whatever's on PC at the time, which there was some great stuff, EverQuest, uh, Half-Life, uh, Quake 3, etc. Or you can buy a PS1 for $100, and you had Metal Gear Solid, Symphony of the Night, Tekken 3, Gran Turismo 2, Street Fighter Alpha 3, Chrono Cross, Final Fantasy 9, uh, Resident Evil 1 through 3, like, holy shit, dudes. And, like, mo- and PlayStation games, because they were on CD, were, like, $20 each after, like, the first year. Well, like, I remember, like, I remember, like, my dad, like, eventually gave me his PlayStation, and, like, I got, I had, like, $50 for my birthday and got, like, seven games. Oh. Because like they were so nice. cheap at the time, uh, I would say that by like 1999, the PS1 was like on its fourth year at that point, or third or fourth year. Uh, 1999 it would be its fourth year in America, fifth year. In- yeah, because 130, yeah, 100 dollars can get you a PS1, but 130 dollars graphics card could get you a game that looks visually pretty amazing for its day. Oh yeah, and, like, and, yeah. and has like proper 3D loaded correctly, didn't take like a minute. It's, um, it's just that, like, th- this was also back when not everything but, got ported to PC also, though. So, like... Yeah. Right. Actually, like, you would have, like... 
in a for example in Need for Speed, you actually had two different development studios, one to make the PlayStation version and one to make the PC version because the the tech was just so separate between the two. Well, yeah, and also like, like uh, also like at the time, PCs were a bit of a nightmare to get to build, right. work on, do not anything just build. With. Yeah, not just to build, but you eject your CD in the middle of a game, and that's enough to blue screen your computer, which is funny. That's, that's um, a funny. Yeah, to know you have to know MS DOS and DOS prompts, some basic DOS prompts to partition your hard drive manually, and then install Windows ninety eight. And even then, you weren't sure if everything was going to work great. It's just everything didn't fix themselves easily back in the day. Well, no. The PS1 it, turns on, mostly. Yeah, the PS, the worst you got from PS1 is you had to flip that bitch upside down because it got too hot. Yeah, like, that's it. That's the worst. I don't, I don't know that I've ever heard of that. I've never. You've, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is news to me. That, okay, so uh, early PlayStations, like early PS1s, like the first year or two of that thing's existence... Uh, would overheat a lot. Like, they, they had heat issues. But because, like, everything was venting into the floor and a lot of people kept their shit on right, carpet back right. then. Yeah. Um, so what people would do is they would flip that bitch upside down and all the heat would just come out the top. Well, that makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wasn't there a paperclip trick you had to do for it? Though? Yep, that, I did it the stupid way where you use a paperclip to keep the disc tray open and point a fan at it. <laughs> so... Uh... Yeah. Anyway, I had to use the restroom real quick. Uh, Jesse, Anthony, you continue this lovely graphics card topic. <laughs> is there much else we could say about the graphics it's, card topic? It's bullshit is what it is. Uh, I do I do want to point out something that I used to do with my PS1, though. I remember being able to finally like import games with that thing. I got mm-hmm. this little chip attachment that you put on the back of the, the PS1 into that I.O. port. And then uh, you'd leave the thing open, so you had to do a paperclip to, to put into to the space that that makes the PS1 thinks that it's closed. Uh, right. And then you, you boot up a game, a US game, and then while it's booting, you swap it out with a Japanese game. And then what the play, hell? You're able to play whatever Japanese games you want that way. Uh, so I had a ton of imported Japanese games off of eBay. My poor parents spent so much money on get, getting those games to the US. Wait, so... Oh, God. The... What was that you cut out on that one? Was the PS1 region locked? It was, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't play uh, any any imported games. And I I don't know that... I don't know what generation companies started to not region lock their games. I don't know either. Yeah, I... I, I, I it's like definitely not Nintendo. Nintendo wants to region lock everything yeah. they can, so it's definitely right. not them. I know um, my my DS I could play imported games on with no problem. My Switch I can play imported games on with no problem. Um, so I, I think sometime around 2004 to 2006, companies started to to not take it as seriously. I mean, we I mean, we we do live in an age now where what good does it do if you try to do that? Yeah, it's true. You, get... you just somebody would just like, oh, I'll just use a VPN, or hey, yeah. I could just get a Japan game shipped over to me in like you know two days, or I could just use a download code. It's just right. What are you protecting anymore by region locking your system? Uh, whereas, like in the old days, I could see them region locking because let's just say that uh, this may not be correct for games, but like the U.S. game would cost sixty dollars, but the region, but other region could sell it for the equivalent of forty U.S. dollars, and people would just buy the other region's game and just end up cannibalizing sales money or something like that. Yep. 
So yeah, I can see that they'll get, they'll get picky about that. And maybe, you know, there could be concerns about cultural outrage because you turn off region lock and everybody buys a certain Japan game and then parents get angry over whatever's in said Japan game. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's a corporate money thing. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of what it all boils down to, right? From, from region locking games to graphics cards and stuff like, sure. We're, we're heading possibly toward a recession, but people are paying boatloads of money for whatever. Why, why don't we jack up? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now is where's everybody getting their money from? I mean, besides the, uh, well, stimulus check, maybe that one's easy. Yeah, but that was like $1,200. <laughs> what a year, a year ago, a year and a half ago. I think, I think officially it's, they only really gave out like maybe at, I think if you, it's just like a, a couple thousand at most few thousand, maybe. Yeah. For the entire two years that they did it. Um, yeah. I think it was three. Uh, and I was like, okay. Um, that's like, where's everybody getting their money from? Did everybody get rich off of stocks and crypto? And I missed the boat. Yeah, I think yeah. everybody Completely. got into that GameStop. The GameStop. The game stocks. But the thing is, yeah. is that by the time you find out about. But the thing is, is that by the time you found out in mainstream media, it's already too late. Yep. Because by the time they wrote that article, it already reached its peak and already maybe passed it. Um. Oh, yeah, well, with graphics card, it's a cryptocurrency became a huge thing. So miners, yep. a lot okay, of miners, bought, they, they, they bought a lot of them because they would have these entire server farms out in the middle of rural America or, or elsewhere. Oh, yeah, there's, Ma- there's Mar- just uh, these gigantic, it sounds like gigantic like... jet engines in the middle yep. of a field. Yep. I mine crypto. Well, the, the consoles all use AMD cards, right? They do. They're, uh, I think they're APUs, so think of them as super, super, super yeah. uh, charged um, laptop APUs. I think that, that feeds back into your argument about NVIDIA trying to, like, surpass the consoles and not just, like, stick to, to console parity because everybody's using AMD. So, like, what do you what do you do to incentivize going over to a, a PC market? Right. Um, and well, maybe, maybe Intel will have... I haven't heard anything about Intel's graphics cards that they're developing, but maybe maybe they'll be a, a price competitor. Uh, the problem with Intel's graphics card is that they've been continuously teasing them for over a year now. Yep. It's it's gotten to the point where it's like vaporware. It's gotten to the point where it's like Final Fantasy 13 versus. Where they swear they're working on it. They keep teasing it. They keep (laughs) showing videos of it. There's this gif of a truck almost crashing into a pole. But it's constantly playing all these angles of the truck nearly crashing into the pole, but it never shows the truck hitting the actual pole. It's just constantly teasing Uh you. Uh Um, That's what Intel is doing. It's like Final Fantasy 13 versus before before it was announced as 15. It's just, hey, we got videos of it. We got specs of it. Hey, guys, we're going to talk more about it. Hey, guess guys, here's the chip right here. And they keep doing this over and over just to keep the news going. But at the same time, everybody's like, yeah, where's the product, man? Right, right. How long has it been? Where's the card? So they finally put it out, except it's the low-end chips for laptops. So so the high-end stuff is still nowhere close to coming out yet. Intel's now saying... Yeah, Intel launched it, but video card makers always love to paper launch their document, uh, paper launch their products. Yep. So now they're saying, the, well, the, the high end Intel stuff will come uh, June 30th. Mm-hmm. 
I got the gist of this just from coming to the last second of it. Like, uh, yes, yeah. actually, yeah. I, I put in those key extra identifiers so you can get caught up, Bronson. Great, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Intel might do something, but the same thing. Intel's taking so long. By the time they launch their cards, they're going to be a gen behind, and we'll just all point and laugh. But conversely, that might put a little bit of pressure to get the prices down a little bit more. Uh, yeah, and you technically cross. have a third, yeah, and you technically have a third player in this whole graphics card race, and Intel has a lot of money, so. I mean, okay, or so. It might, might be a joke, but hey, if, if, yeah, it might be less efficient, drivers aren't as good, but hey, if it's priced right, and people buy it. I think my, my big tip. Right, like my big take on that is the fact that like my big hope is that because they do these orders like well, 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 well in advance, right? Like they do them like well in advance. Okay, so since they do them well in advance, uh, what you, what my honest to god hope is is that they've that because of the demand they way over order. And like supply massively outstrips demand. That is my hope. Will I get conversely, my? Though, conversely, though, a lot of stories uh, are out there where chip production has been at peak for a very long time, so they cannot massively order to begin with. Unless you're Microsoft, because they're and done. Intel and the Intel's <sighs> new chip factories in Arizona, I believe, don't come online the slightest until maybe 2024 at the earliest. Well, so that's another. Um, that's another thing, though, is like Microsoft. I'm not sure if you've noticed, there have been a lot more Xboxes available recently, Series X and yeah. Series. Series S, you can buy at Costco. Just walk to Costco, get a Series X, easy. What up, baby cakes? Hey, yeah, how you doing? We're talking about video cards and boring production, supply and demand stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, in economics. Now, now in the Super Gamecraft Economics 101 class, we like to present to you supply and demand. Of video cards. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I just need to pull in like a whiteboard, like right about here, <laughs> and then start drawing it. Um, well, so yeah. I, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but uh, the, it's been a, the past two months, the Xbox has been the best selling console in Europe, even over the Switch, because Microsoft paid to get priority allocation of chips, and they're actually like ready to be bought. So, yeah. assuming that any of the video card manufacturers do this uh i i think that like like if you're evga and you pay to get priority uh which and then sell the card at even like slightly less than the next guy it's gonna be a huge win for you i mean absolutely yeah like that's the you know so but it's it's a matter of you know are they willing to do that is the question Uh, so I don't know. It's a, it's a fucked situation. It's been fucked for I two get, years now. I'm looking at Best Buy, and you can get an Xbox Series X uh, package with 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate membership, all access, mm-hmm. for $34.99 a month. Get it in four days. Yep. Granted, that's like a looks like a leasing thing. It's leased. Yeah. So, it, but you can get you can get a system in four days. So it's leased to own, and you actually end up saving like twenty dollars. I, I did the math on that when really? that first came out. Yeah, <laughs> they're literally look. We've been talking about this for ages. Microsoft's whole strat for this, Microsoft's strat, their their big brain play, 
is to just get as many devices and as many houses as possible that can use goddamn Game Pass. That's it. They don't give a shit if you do it through a Series S, a Series X, an Xbox One, a fucking phone. Uh, I'm sure that if the, Nintendo, a PC, I'm just, sure it's just growing Xbox the brand. Yeah, and, and it's in all directions. Yeah, yeah it's, and you know, them buying everything in the industry seems to go towards that too. Yeah, in some ways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, um. And, like, am I happy about it always? No. But, like, it's to to say, like, I, I just love this argument that's been floating around, like, this entire generation of just, like, oh, PlayStation has all these exclusives, like, Yeah, dude, but one of those exclusives comes out at best every, like, four months. You know, like, like, yeah, okay, cool. Every four months you get, like, a... One, a game you have to spend $75 on. And two, it'll probably be really good, but, like, it's done in, like, two to three weeks. If you're a normal working adult. If you're a degenerate, like most of us are, like, three days. So, yeah, like, it's, you know. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't get how this model is supposed to be competition long run when... You know, turn on my Xbox here, uh, or even load it up on my PC, and it's like, oh look, I can play literally hundreds of games and a bunch of new release games for the low, low price of fifteen dollars a month. Oh fuck, that's loud. Um. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we we kind of live. We kind of like, and we the the industry has changed. Yeah. Like in the old days, you could probably, yeah. Like in the old days, you bought one system, and you kind of had to justify the fact that, like, if I'm 13 and I can only pick one system, and I picked the Xbox, I'm gonna defend it. <laughs> Whenever the topic of a PS3 came out, and everybody's saying, "Oh, the PS3 is so great," but I'm like, "Well, I just got this Xbox, so." Yeah, like, I, like when you were a I kid, hope the Xbox games are good. Yeah, when you were a kid, you got the N64 and fuck the PlayStation because you had an N64. <laughs> you know, like that that's that that's what it is. But first off, how many games are honestly like locked in these days? Like such a small handful. Like I'm staring at my Xbox library right now and I'm going to take out stuff that's older than dirt, like just stuff from the past like 3 years and it's like Forza, Gears, Halo, and then literally every one of the elf of these games I could play on a PlayStation. And then it's the same thing on the other side. Like, it's Gran Turismo, Uncharted, Horizon, Spider-Man. And it's just like... It's like just such a small fraction of what the industry is. And like, yeah, those are some of the best games out right now. Like, no doubt. 100%. I, I will... I will uh, Horizon is a 10 out of 10 experience. It's super good. But is it really worth spending $500 and a shit ton of your time to go get that. I think it I think it depends on your use case. Cause what you described was what I like back in two thousand seven, yeah, I would totally buy a Wii just for the one game every single four months and I was happy about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so like it depends on your use case. Like I'm um, I'm very happy with my PS five, but I fully acknowledge that like it's very much a system that is used sparingly 
Like a, like a new exclusive comes out and I burn through it and then it gets and it sits there for four months. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I hear it. You know, I, I buy a Switch and I think I haven't really used my Switch in, in four or five months now. As much as I like, uh, as much as I crap on the Switch, right? Like as much as I like dunk on the Switch, uh, I, I will say that I have played the living crap out of it uh, during both of my hospital stays. So you know, uh, yeah, it, it's really good for for that portability. Like when you are trapped, it is a, a and have no other options. It is a gr- which that sounds bad when you phrase it that way, but. Yeah, when you can't do anything else, it's great. <laughs> so, if I were to describe it, all right. So, outside of enthusiasts, mm-hmm. if we're talking about the average person who doesn't really pick games much, doesn't talk about, doesn't like necessarily watch these types of shows that say this, but like this show, like this podcast, for example. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm actually wondering if they were going to buy a system just because, hey, you could play 100 games for $15 a month, or they're going to buy a system oh. based on because of, like, dude, it's got the five best games ever on this one system. Well, I can... Versus, because, like, as an average guy like me, like, like I'm not huge into film and, and, show, and TV shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, I'm just going to pick whatever I see on this enormous Netflix queue, for example. That looks mm. half interesting. Um, um, I'm not exactly going to sign up for HBO Max just because it has three critical shows that redefine the industry, maybe. I, yeah, I wouldn't be on HBO Max either if I didn't get it for free with my phone service. Yep. So. I think it's more about friends, though. I think most people will buy consoles. Like, like kids or teenagers or whatever will have a console, but it's going to be the same console that all their friends have so they can play their games together with their friends. I don't it, think it's it, going to be about, like, this is the greatest awesome. game of all time. Right, like that just that just reminded me of the point right there. When you're kind of a when you're just a teenager with not a lot of disposable income, isn't it a lot easier to convince your parents to pay fifteen dollars a month, one hundred twenty dollars a year? Oh, dude, I hundreds of games that you and your friends can all play together. Just pick whatever the hell you want versus the two you have to selectively pick during the holiday season. Right. No, nothing else. I remember when I was a kid, rentals were such a big deal. Like, rentals were such a huge fucking deal. Like, it was like going to Blockbuster every week with my mom. My parents would pick out a movie. I would pick out a game. And then you would play that shit all goddamn day long, you know, and all weekend long. Like, I, and I remember like renting Star Fox 64 like eight times. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like, it's, it's one of those things, or like renting like Resident Evil like a million times. Like, it, it, it was one of those things where like it's really hard to justify spending, you know, $50 $50 at the time and now 60 to $70 on the game like every couple of months when you're that age versus now you can do it pretty much anytime you fucking want because you're grown adults with adult income versus like you know back then like like could you imagine back then like having a so like one convincing your parents even back then $15 a month is not a big deal do all your chores keep your grades up it, my parents can, be, uh, it can be a bit of a challenge depending how frugal they are yes but like um, Maybe speaking from personal experience here. Um, I, I know exactly what my parents would have said. As long as your grades are up and you do all your chores. Like, that's that's yes. the, that's basically what my parents would say. Just do all your chores, keep your grades up, and then fine. And I very much, like, I remember that when Blockbuster 
came out with that unlimited game rentals thing. I forgot what it was called. But it was like unlimited game rentals and it was like $20 a month. And my mom was like, and like my mom just like, here's your own card. Here's this service. That is your allowance for like the year. Go play as many games as you want. And like, yeah, during the summer, I would totally walk down to Blockbuster and like, yeah, just like every four days just swap out games. And that's kind of what this is now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I look. This one, it is instantaneous, and you can pick anything. You don't have to drive to any location. Exactly. Like I didn't have to walk. You can those... download it. You, you could just download whatever Q three or four, however many can fit in your hard drive, and just go. Yeah, like you know, just like oh, you want to you want to play Dragon Ball Fighters? That's on Game Pass. You want to play Burnout Paradise Remastered? That's on Game Pass. Final Fantasy X, Game Pass. Like all these like you know these you know straight up bangers, and you don't have to leave your house, and it's fifteen dollars a month. And, like, if you have good enough internet, you can stream them. And it's just, like, I, I just... It's... And I know that PlayStation is coming out with Spartacus, right? Like, I know that's a thing that's happening. But it just feels so lackluster in comparison from, like, everything they've described, at least. Like, we it does don't not know. feel good. Um, yeah, like, it, it's just... Spart- Spartacus? Yeah, so Sony announced two weeks ago they're doing their own Game Pass competitor. Oh, that's uh, what they call it, is Spartacus, okay. That's the code name for I did, it. I, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it's code name Spartacus. Uh, let me get, get its actual name. But they'll call it PlayStation Instant or something like that, right? Oh, no, it's, it's already no, been it's revealed. it's PlayStation Plus, but with a bunch of uh, like add-ons names. to the name. Yeah, but Yeah. so they have PlayStation okay. Plus Essentials, which is what it is now. They have PlayStation Plus Extra, where you can stream or download 400 PS4 and PS5 games. And then they have PlayStation Plus Premium, which includes all of that, plus includes uh, PS1, PS2, and PSP games that you can download, and PS3 games via the cloud. Uh, But no new releases, no day one releases, uh, and it is $18 a month. Or $120 a year. Which I feel I like this is a hybrid between Game Pass and Nintendo's Nostalgia Switch thing. Uh, to me, it just feels like they just mashed PlayStation Now into PlayStation Plus yes. and upped the price. Yep. Yeah, that's all that it feels like, really. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's it, It's a very interesting world we live in as far as this kind of stuff goes. Like, it's, you know. Uh, anyway... Let's uh, let's move on. You know, we talked about graphics cards and consoles and this weird. This is a this is like the weirdest video game market I've ever experienced in my life. You know, like it really is, because like because like from like 2000 and like from when as long as I started playing video games like 1995 or mm-hmm. like 1996 to like this generation, you kind of had a pattern that happened. Like, the consoles would come out, and they'd be cutting edge, and the video cards would come out, like, a year or two later and would blow their doors off uh, for not that much more money, and then the mm-hmm. cycle would repeat. But, like, it was now... Very straight, it was very straightforward. Yeah, like, yeah, you'd have some stuff that would really blow your mind, like the like the 360 with all its online features, or, like, the, you know, social connectivity stuff inside the PS4. But, like, for the most part, it was all this big... Uh, it was all. It was very much like this pattern that happened. Like, oh, the first two years of console, you're getting stuff that's like cutting edge, and all the PC ports are bad. And then like the PC, the leapfrogs way ahead of it, and like isn't that much more expensive, and just you go back and forth. And now it's like they're both kind of even-ish, 
you know like pc is obviously a little better but like for the price man you know it's it's a it's a it's a weird market to be in so i don't know anyway uh hey everybody we're gonna pull up another news story here real quick um news for the week hey guess what speaking of uh speaking of these lovely 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 ports uh no more heroes 3 was a switch exclusive last year and it ran kind of like hot garbage if we're if we're being completely honest like it was okay it was a great game it was on my top 10 games of the year but there were definite points where i'm just like ooh, i feel like i'm playing an early gen 360 game (laughs) Yeah. Um, I definitely felt like that. Well, uh, fear no, fear not, uh, because hey, guess what? It's getting ported to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, uh, and PC. So. Well, damn. I I just need to stop buying third-party Switch games. <laughs> just, just wait for the PC release. Like every every time, it's fucking every goddamn time. Every yeah, no. It kind of goes the other way around too, right? Because they would take a 360, no, sorry, a PS4 game or an Xbox One game, and then put it onto Switch, and the Switch's early life. I, my big like, I I have the opposite problem of Jesse. Is like an indie game will come out. That can run well on Switch, but I, I don't want to wait, so I'll buy it on the PC. Like, Hollow Knight's a perfect example of this. And mm-hmm. then, like, it'll come out on Switch. I'm like, fuck, I should have waited for the Switch version. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> uh, like, that happened with Hollow Knight. Uh, that happened with Hades. Uh, that happened with, like, a couple other games like that were like that. Um, and then on the opposite side, like, yeah, I bought No More Heroes 3 on the Switch because I thought it was going to be actually exclusive. And then I'm like, lol, no, we like money. Uh, so, I don't know. It's uh, if you have not played No More Heroes Three, it was one of my top ten games of last year. It is a fucking beautiful fever dream uh, of anime bullshit that you should all go check out immediately. Certified banger. Yep, hundred ten percent. Especially now that uh, they're gonna... it, but it, but it kind of runs a bit rough, right? Yes, if you're playing the Switch version, it it'll run great or like total trash. There is no middle. Um, yeah. So this version is improved, include improved HD visuals, frame rates, and faster loading times. Um, and uh, they also handled the PC ports of No More Heroes One and Two. Uh, they announced the pre-order, and there any, and it doesn't look like there's a date for this PC version yet. They just said it's coming this year. So yeah, that's that's cool. It's a, it's a, it's once again, it's a great game. I'm, uh, I'm a fan. It's just a matter of when, you know. Yep. Well, and you know, for me, like it, it really hammers home that I should be waiting anyway because I don't play games on my Switch anymore. Once I figured out I could dump games to my PC and emulate them and run them um, a million times better, like. I play like exclusives on the Switch, or like if I'm like traveling, like that. That's about it. But I'm about to pick up this laptop. In fact, it's on this sale price for another ten hours. So I'm going to spend the next like nine hours debating and turning. Agonizing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that shit. <laughs> like, oh, no, not at all. Yeah. I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god. I need it. I don't need it. Do I really want to do right, this? So, do I want to wait? So you're agonizing over a new laptop, if I heard correctly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, 
I've been like going to the girlfriend's place a good amount recently. Like, like it's been uh, at least once a week overnight, and like we like playing games together. Like obviously, if you've seen us in the goddamn Discord, pretty much every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we like to do it at each other's houses. She has a laptop that can play like the three games we play together. I do not. So when I go to her place, it's either watch movies or do nothing. Um, or play Switch. You can bring out the Switch, too. And uh, and I was just like, fuck, this just... Like, this drastically accelerated the need to get a fucking laptop. And, like... Well, and it's a, it's a good thing you didn't buy the $1,000 graphics card. Right, exactly. Like, that 3080 isn't portable. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you could, but then you have to buy, like, a $600 enclosure and then have a computer <laughs> that has a plug on it that you can plug it into... No, I could just yeah. call Jarvis over there with its glass case. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Every hey, fucking week. Hey, I used to do that every weekend. Yeah, but you no also... No problem. Yeah, no problem. And, yeah, but uh, okay, but like Jarvis is huge. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, my my PC is... I, name it, I named it Jarvis. We name all our computers here. Um, I don't... Ninja, do you name yours? Jesse, do you name yours? Yeah, uh, I will name... So my... Uh, my phones are all named after Norse gods. Mm-hmm. My PCs are all named after Norse locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my laptops are named after, uh, like, mythic Norse heroes. Okay, so uh, I kind of choose the name whenever I get done with the build to see what I think of it. Uh, right now I have an Iron Man theme going. So uh, the, the, the computer is Jarvis. Uh, the laptop is going to be Friday. And then this guy nice. is Edith. So, <laughs> um, so even I'm, dead, I'm the hero. I'm a, I personally am more from the perspective of I'm going to name something after. If I, I'm going to name one of my things after something, it needs to at least somewhat look the part. I or mean, else it's going to get your name all like my like my my phone is just the iPhone 12 Pro that has like nothing that identifies it as anything else beyond an iPhone so I don't have a nickname for it because well what is there to distinguish it from every other iPhone Customize. It's, it's not like it's not like with my PC that I named Anixia because I'm like well it's a black PC with purple LED lights into it and it is the smaller younger sibling to Bronson's PC at the time which was Nefarian which had the red lights and is a full tower case and I don't have firepower in it. So. I only buy full towers. Fuck that mid tower shit. <laughs> I miss my full tower. I'm I mean, well, it depends. I so, so a mid tower ATX is okay. It's when you go to micro ATX, it it becomes a bit of a struggle. Well, uh, um, yeah, no, I I feel that. I I know that I had. Uh, well, this thing I didn't have a name for it until I saw the cooler running, and I I like I was flipping through different lights on it. And mm-hmm. I landed on white, and it looked like the arc reactor. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, I looked over to my keyboard setup, which is all red, and I'm just like, hmm, I got it, Jarvis. Oh, so yeah, uh, Jarvis, powered by Microsoft Windows and Cortana. Yes, uh, and then you have who is now not an insanely creepy AI. Yes, now she. <laughs> spoiler spoiler alerts for uh, Halo. Uh, now she's dead. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah. to live on in your Windows 11 PC. 
I still haven't gotten a Windows 11 yet. I like the thing is, is like I I love micro like working at Microsoft. One of my favorite things is is just like yeah we're we're our we're our own beta testers. <laughs> so it's just like yeah. any like there have been multiple times during the week where I will get a software update that is fucked. Oh uh, lordy, no um. It's been, it's like, yeah, like, I had one last week that just, like, massively slowed down my computer. It was really annoying. So, I don't know. Uh, baby Cakes. If you, guys are your, if you guys are your own beta, so you guys are running Windows 11, right? Most of the computers, mine isn't yet. Okay. Uh, so they like, they, they force the update on you and it just happens. Yeah. If, if you guys are your own beta testers, I see Microsoft has to be really good at making sure those updates work because then they're losing money if the update goes wrong. Yeah, baby. That's also, a lot, that's also a lot of pressure on whoever the developers are for set updates. Baby cakes in the chat. <laughs> if no you ch- down the company. <laughs> we baby- just want to let you know the accidents do happen if you down the company for more than five minutes. <laughs> Uh, no joke, it's a pain in the ass, says Baby Cakes. Yeah, she she works for me as well uh, in a different section of the office. And, like, yeah, like, you will just get random updates during the day, and, like, you need to do it immediately. So it's like, okay, save your work, run the update. And then just, like, it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go get a coffee for the next ten minutes. Uh, that does so. sound rough. Jeez. It's, uh, oh, yeah. yeah no. Just a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, God, it's springtime. Allergies. Ugh. Uh, yeah, no. Lucky you. The Windows 11 update is kicking my ass. I've had so many issues. I have not ha- been forced to Windows 11 yet. They have not made me, and I am gonna go kicking and screaming into that dark night. Are you talking about your work computer or your home computer? My work computer. Um, okay. No. Well, if it's your work, if it's your work computer and it downs your computer, isn't it the isn't it Microsoft's problem to fix your computer so you can remain productive? I mean, it is, but that doesn't mean they're going to do that. <laughs> no, that they're they're legitimately the best office employer I've ever had. Like as far as like the first two months goes, like I'm beyond impressed. Okay. Um, okay. like from the office environment and everything. Um, it's it's just that the way they handle software updates is hilarious to me. Uh, it's does, just like, okay. Well, does any company handle software updates correctly? United Healthcare probably did it in the unsafest, dumbest way possible. They have backups, that's true. They do have backups. But no, like United Healthcare, what they would do is they would be like, okay, wait until Friday night when you log off and run it then. And they were also like running like Windows 7 when we were like two years into Windows 10. Um, shit was hilarious. It was, yeah. I mean, if it's Enterprise Edition, they support that stuff for a long time. That's true. Hands Keyboard down, Enterprise, same. I really Enterprise like this. Edition. Yeah, same. Hands down, same. I really like this company. No, you, I totally get why, like, Cognizant, the contractor I work for, and Microsoft keep people. Totally understand. Um, so, yeah. Hey, it's almost like if you like working there, you stay. Uh, wow. What a concept. Yeah, no, like, like my manager said, uh, the uh, the beatings will continue until morale improves. Uh, so, you know. Uh, yeah, but it, 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 yeah, it, it's... I have not moved to Windows 11 yet. It, I don't know when that is going to happen. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, yeah, though, so no more Heroes 3. You just, you, you, you'll be... I think you'll be okay with Windows 11. It's basically like Windows 10 underneath with a... 
well, the way I thought it was, it's like it's like uh, Windows 10 with like an interface update, but it doesn't take too much to get used to it. If I if I pick up, you, this... you, you'll, you'll just get angry that you lose the start menu again. Um, fucking fuck, fuck, and, fuck. Uh, it's it, it's like it's a love or hate interface, but it's not too hard to get used to it, especially if you're in, if you're tech technologically literate. If I end up picking up this laptop today and it has Windows 11, I'm gonna be very pissed. Oh no, they all they all have 11 now. Just downgrade. They all they all have 11 now. Great, super happy. But yes, you could you can downgrade and you know. Yeah, don't even don't even stress about it. Just downgrade. Yeah, I'll put Windows XP on it. Uh, probably not that far, but hey. No, definitely not. You, you do you. They're still actively supporting 10, so stick on 10. Yeah, no, that's the plan. Um, you, you, you might, you might lose out on DirectX, game. like, what is that, DirectX 12 well, Ultimate? I don't yeah, know, does that run on Windows 10? Let me look that up. We did have a guy in our Final Fantasy Static who, up until, like, two months ago, was running Windows ME, so... That's so awesome. Dude, I remember when I was raiding in Wrath of the Lich King, I had, like, this person who kept dying to standing and stuff. And I'm so confused. I want to know more about this laptop. Uh, okay, so yeah, I've been I've been laptop shopping the past three days. Um, especially after this past weekend. Uh, so I've been like, alright. And like, there, there's this one. There's ten hours left on the deal. I'll post it in the chat, a link to it. Um, it is a it has a 1060 a Ryzen 9, I believe it is. Yeah, Ryzen 9 and 16 gigs of RAM and a 1 terabyte SSD. It's basically pretty much everything I checkbox for a laptop, plus it's a thin and light. And I'm just like... I, I like, barely have the money for this right now. And I do mean barely. <laughs> so I'm, like, debating if I want to do it. Especially because there's only, like, 10 hours left in the sale, which would save me $300. So, yeah... What size of laptop are you looking for? 15 inch or 17 inch? This is a 14 inch. Okay. Um, I'm going 15. I, for some reason, so when I took a trip, when I took a trip to Costco, I was surprised to find that 17 inch gaming laptop with a 3060 costed less than a 15 inch laptop that had a 3050 in it. Now I didn't look closely at what graphics chip it had or what cpu it has or whatever but i just usually the 17 inch laptop is just more expensive and the story but yeah now it, it's like maybe well, portability it's like now you want something smaller pay more so less is costs more i don't know what's going on well it's because people value portability more now like uh, it, it like that's a that's just a fact like i, I remember like you remember the last top laptop I bought before this one was you know I I made uh, because of the immense back pain I had at E3 uh, I made sure to go out and get a uh, to go out and get one that had a like that was light because that seven pound behemoth just broke my spine at E3 and I'm just like I can't do this for another E3 I just can't. I will like weep openly, and then uh, and then I like got a four pound one with a ten seventy max Q. Really regret selling that motherfucker nowadays. Um, but yeah. So, uh, moving forward on the news list, though, uh, we have more wonderful Blizzard news. You say that with such enthusiasm, Bronson. Yeah, I know. I, know. I don't sense any sarcasm it, there at all. Just, I cannot contain <laughs> the excitement of this. 
So, California lawyer quits over allegation that Newsom meddled in the Activision case. Uh, a top lawyer for the state of California resigned, accusing the governor's office of interfering with the discrimination lawsuit against Activision Blizzard. Is basically the short version of it. Because And then, uh, yeah, uh, hold on. Yeah, uh, so the, the top lawyer got fired. Mm-hmm. And I think the number two lawyer resigned because uh, I believe the statement was is that there was interference from the governor's office that are in line with what the council at Activision wants. Yep. In their interests. Yep. Uh, so that's the overall. That's basically it summed up right there. Yeah. So in short, this whole lawsuit is probably going to get not it's probably gonna get completely turned upside down because there were people there's on... gonna be like maybe a set of like turned upside down maybe there'll be a settlement yeah uh for you know 10 million or something like that hi we're sorry we paid the fine yeah so uh cri- we track the uh acquisition by microsoft Critics pointed out that eighteen million dollars was low for a company of Activision size, and that the that the same department had gotten Riot Games Inc., a smaller company, to pay a hundred million last year to sell its own lawsuit. Uh, so, yeah, and this is all what two days? Yeah, two days before the unveil of the new Warcraft expansion. So yeah, Kotick's really calling in those favors. <laughs> Just a bit. I Just this a bit. is tangent but i just enjoy that they're unveiling the announcement so like world of warcraft is probably a game that's played by a lot of people in their working ages you know like early 20s to uh you know people in their 30s and 40s it's been around for a long time so the audience of this game is generally older right i like how they're announcing this expansion on a tuesday at 9 a.m when we're all at work i mean to be fair tuesday at 9 a.m at my job like i could take three minutes to go watch a trailer yes (laughs) it's not that big of a deal you can, I can, but can we say the same for most of? Oh, dude, when I was at United, in the workforce right now. I mean, when I was at United Healthcare, like I would do that, but like management. I mean, great. Like I it. understand. Like E3 also has all their news pumped out on weekdays in the middle of summer when we're all at work, but mm-hmm. you know that's that's a big convention. Oh, I remember, so. dude. I used to take time off for E3. <laughs> like legit like and this is before i was going to e3 like it's like ah it's 2011 and i have work and i have work oh god i'm sick i'm sorry (laughs) it's the middle three just brings this illness to you (laughs) that you're Um, getting sick with a sight with excitement so you call in (laughs) yes that's bingo anthony gets it anthony the real mvp you know um no it's yeah e3 was always a really fun time but it's like or um... you're allergic to bad news coming out of e3 (laughs) (laughs) yeah allergic to bullshit um yeah no i remember when we stayed up till like 2 a.m to re-watch that microsoft thing with aaron wing flew in from baltimore (laughs) fuck (laughs) didn't go to work the next day for sure uh lordy um but yeah i saw i know you guys already talked about this maybe a a couple weeks ago but yeah e3 is dead dead Oh yeah, right. no, it's yeah. E3 is 100 percent done. Like the it's, it's ESA gone. Electronic Software Association, whatever it's called, is uh, still alive, I'm sure. But the event itself is um, dead that was, as that was, a that's, dodo. The final, that's the final 
that's the final straw. That's the it's, it's the nail in the coffin. It's the yeah. It's it's done. It, it is one hundred and ten percent done. There is no fucking way they're coming back at this point. Like I'm sure it eventually it'll come back. Like uh, it'll it eventually it'll come back under a different name and like be some bastardization. Or maybe but... yeah, it'll be like or the same name but much much smaller or trying to be a fan convention instead of a business of convention. Yeah, E three E3 just doesn't work in today's day and age because why fight with other people for news? We can pick one dead week in well, the middle yeah. of the year, and that's all everybody talks about. A barren drone. I mean, look at Apple. When Apple comes out with news, do you think anybody's talking about Nvidia GPUs? No, no. It's all about not. it's all about Apple for the entire week. How is everyone? PS four. When they announced the PS four, it was freaking the end of January. No news happens around that time, and all we talked about for the next two weeks was nothing but PlayStation four. Uh, a Baron drone in the chat. Ever, hey everyone, how's everyone's Easter? Uh, we're doing good, man. We're just having a show. Uh, you know, woke up bright and early, got here, had a had my super gigantic coffee that I have on Sundays. Um, so the so the my spirit can come back and animate my body. Uh, so yeah, no, it, it's well, yeah, because like, look at what happened at last year's E3. Like, no one talked about anything besides Microsoft. Like that, that that was it, because everyone except Nintendo got the fuck out the way, and mm-hmm. then Nintendo had a little bit of stuff to show. People got really hyped for Metroid, um, but yeah. So why why like why have this race anymore? Like Nintendo, I remember, what was it twenty twelve is when Nintendo stopped press conferences. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, they just went to they just went straight to Nintendo Direct, like yeah. Wi-Fi for news, where you can just do a quarterly video series. Yeah, no, it's... of stuff that's happening, and you can talk exactly. about it as much as you like instead of having to fill out these time slots with G4 TV and game trailers to get and, their camera set up. And, 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 and also, like, why do you need to like impress the press when now? Because like the old days, a lot of industries in the old days ran through. You want to please the media to write something good about your product. Mm-hmm. So you can convince the public to buy it, but nowadays marketing has changed. the 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 press doesn't really quite convince people to buy stuff anywhere near to the same influence as they had in the past. No, it's, it's a lot it's, of word of mouth. It's a lot of hype. It's a lot of marketing. For I mean, example, why the heck would you go through this whole trouble of flying, paying for flights across the country when all you can do is just do one really clever social media campaign to do the exact same thing? Well, not like that, but like let's and reach out to far more people far faster. And then you also have like the the not only that, but you also have like think about the, the when we used to do events, like yeah, we 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 would have a lot of positive stuff to say, but like some stuff we would like all dunk on super hard, like like why are you gonna go to this event for the possibility of like someone like from the press to just like shit on all this hard work you did, <laughs> yeah. Or you can have social media to reach out to the same amount of people. Like in the old days before the internet, yeah, the only way somebody would find out about your products through an advertisement or your newspaper, magazine, whatever. So in the old days of gaming, probably the magazine was probably the best thing that was going to tell you if it was good or not. Because obviously marketing will always talk good about their products, so you need a more objective, subjective way of looking at it. I, I so, think that would be it, yes. Yeah. Yeah, no. But, I, it's, changed, but it's changed now. Uh, all it all, all you have to do is just have like one <laughs> influencers. There you go. Right. It, it it's it's way and then and it's also the way easier to like talk to influencers who are already drinking your Kool Aid. 
like like true facts like that's that's just the way it and is. you have a lot of desperate people well yeah happily lo- volunteer right and it, well it's just like how i always used to talk about working with nintendo like i remember when i remember the just absurd amount of work that we had to go through to even just get a contact with nintendo like just the like the 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 connections and the begging just to even get on their like press list you know Jeez. because nintendo learned years ago that okay we're going to talk to guys like the completionist who are already drinking the Kool-Aid uh and then we're going to dish out our own Kool-Aid but otherwise fuck this shit you know why would it's i a, it, it, it's like that kind of environment where you kind of have a group of people who say nothing but positive things because any amount of negativity will end your career. Yeah, no. Which, yeah. which I think you had a comment to say about that, where like if you have to rely on early access or saying nice things about companies in order to stay alive, your content is not good. Yeah, no. I have always said this. I've said it. Said like I said when we lost. Uh, this was what ten years ago when we lost access to Sega stuff when we were at the Gamer Access. Um, so we used to work for an outlet called the Gamer Access, and we had access to press stuff and we lost access to sega because i gave a scathing review of aliens colonial marines because it was shit Um, if it was a good game wouldn't have been an issue yeah like (laughs) like oh man if you would have like given me a game that didn't suck horribly this would not have been a conversation we'd have to have that's unfortunate anyway what ends up happening is uh they, they they blacklist us they blacklisted us all the way until uh they worked with atlas you know like uh, like like straight up like, like that and and like i was like well that's unfortunate oh well nothing i can do about it you know because like what the fuck am i gonna do about it like beg them like oh we'll say nice things about your terrible game like no dude my job is to serve the audience and like yeah like especially like back then like back then games like reporting was really different because it was more about like trying to save money versus now it's more trying to save you time you know because like nowadays because nowadays what happens is is we have this like if you're engaged enough to listen to a podcast like this right then you already know a game is coming out and chances are if it's if it's like you know like like worth talking about what you want to know is it worth your time because you kind of all probably already know if you're gonna buy it you know or if it'd be something you care about like chances are if anthony likes a driving game and you listen to the podcast or the streams and he talks about a driving game that he really likes and you uh, are have similar taste to him that's probably a good bet for you just like if i like a shooter it's probably a good bet you know if jesse likes some weird fmv game probably a good bet but like this like general all-purpose website that like ign is for example like that dude it's it's not a thing anymore it's not like something the public gives a shit about anymore either yep. you know like those co- those sites are coasting on their fucking name and seo like you know and like it's it there's proof in that because if you look at the way they monetize like let's let's go on like ign.com with like ad blocker turned off. It is just fucking bukaki all over your face of ads. You know, just just ads, ads every ten seconds, ads, ads. Like and, I, and also like whenever I go to IGN, they're covering so much at 
well, besides the ads, they're covering so much. Well, yeah, that they're, they're, you kind of don't know what they're talking about. Is this like, are you talking about indi- because you know they have to talk about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? You know, they got to talk about gaming news, but they also got to talk about Apple products. I'm like, okay, what do you guys actually talk about? Are you just like a generic tech site now? Versus in the old days, you go to IGN because it was a video game website. Right, and, and this is so. This is, so it's like so. There's no focus here. There's just cover everything. It's cover everything. Get get everything like into this like just SEO SEO as much as possible. Clicks click throughs. What is SEO? Search engine optimization. Like it it, it it's get as many I'm people. On their fr- so yeah. So I'll just look at IGN's front page. All right, they're talking about what do you get with your streaming subscription. Elden Ring messages, Flight Attendant Season 2, Warhammer 4000, and Tiger Bunny Season 2. Like, I'm just kind of, I would look at this and I'm like, okay, this tells me really nothing what they're talking about other than just generic entertainment, digital entertainment. Yeah, that's that. Which that's, in itself is a giant field. Like, that's it, the first five things I saw on their page. Like, it's just so weird to think about, I guess. Like, I, I you know, and, and this is, you know, it's the same thing with like all these old guard sites, and I'm just like, how long are these going to be around, you know? They'll be around until they run out of revenue. Then they're yeah. not around. What? Yeah, because you'll, you'll be around as long as you make money, and if you don't make money, you're done. That's it. Simple. Yeah. Especially at this point, a lot of them have been purchased by bigger publishing companies or media companies. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, if you don't make money, you're cut. Well, like, C- CBS sold GameSpot, like, a year ago. Like they 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 oh, the, they're now owned by um fuck what's it called uh shit what's the name uh Red Letter Media uh no Red Ventures Red, Red Ventures thank you um yeah like they're they're now owned by that company so it's just like you know why why would you yeah and that's a reasonably bigish company they've got Metacritic CNET. yeah they they have uh, yeah they they now own GameSpot like they're 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 huge they're gigantic. <clears throat> yeah, so I don't know. It, it's <sighs> well, again, the media has changed. Well, yeah, because like it, it's changed. They're like some some ways, I'm I'm okay with it because it's like, hey, you got people who specialize in things. You like MMOs, you go to preach gaming. You you like uh, you know you you go to Super GT if you like like Gran Turismo simulator type driving stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you could just like, what's your favorite genre instead of like in the past where an outlet would try to cover everything. Right, and like um, it's impossible. The downside, the downside, yeah, the downside of it too is that everything has become like an instantaneous, spontaneous thirty-second YouTube short or TikTok meme these days. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a kind of a strange mix of both. I mean, the long-form stuff is out there, but if you look at YouTube shorts, you can get a million views much more easily if you just make some dumb joke about Final Fantasy fourteen years Tola. Well, yeah, like, like it, well, like per- perfect example of this is you look at like. And th- and that's across the board. Like fighting games, go to Maximilian. You want like uh you know like you want MMOs, preach at Asmin. Uh like uh, I'm trying to think of who the big shooter guy is these days, but you know like it's it's a you know like the the, the you know horror. You have a bunch of different options. Like if you want people who do horror games, um like it, it's like war has changed. Yeah, as the yeah, as but the, war never changes. Jesus. Uh, also, but, wanted the more it changes, the more it stays the same. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Didn't that all come out in one year? Yeah, it was a one-year period of all those hilarious memes. <sighs> Great. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, like I I don't know, man. It's this thing where like I and, and like that's actually been part of our thing too. Is like we're trying to adapt to like what we are and what we like, you know? Because like because like we have a very eclectic mix of tastes here. So it's like we know for sure that like most of the group likes fighting games and MMOs, and that's been kind of our bread and butter for a while. Yeah, I so. I'm not having personally tried to cover different types of cover too many different types of stuff in the past mm-hmm. because i was like yeah i'm into driving stuff and i like rpgs but i also was trying to do these turn-based rpg like disgaea and i just thought realized that it is hard to try and sound interested at everything because there's just some genres i really do not want to care about well yeah like well especially i have cause... no interest to care about but i have to care about because i have the assignment to have to write a something that's fair to our audience which just brings a lot of exhaustion eventually right like, like it, it, it's, it's the, the it's, it's the like the, it's it's, it's the, the same, same one just like, like you would get reviews for games that you just didn't give a shit about but like you had to to talk about it for the audience and be like uh, oh and thank you once again Charles. thank happy easter to you too and we're gonna do our best <laughs> as, as we, we always do, do. So, so, yeah, because, I, I, like, like, I remember, like, one of my first, first review copies was Awesome Moss. At the time, I didn't really give a shit about MOBAs, but, like, someone needed to take the review copy, and the studio wanted us to review it, so I was just like, okay, I guess I'll take it. You know, so, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Justin, what's your take on all this? Because, like, I know you didn't really have any time in the industry, so I'm very curious to know... Like, like your, your take and thoughts on the evolution of, of like the media process and everything it seems like if you don't have a niche you're not gonna do well if you have unless you're already established right like right. IGN and GameSpot like, like, like Giant Bomb you, you like, need, yeah, that kind of yeah you, you need to have uh, a niche you need to know who your audience is you need to, to know what it is you're gonna cover and cover those things exclusively until you get either um the backing or the audience to start to spread out into other things. And when you do spread out into other things, you're going to lose some people because they want you to cover what you've been covering or play what you've been playing. Like there's, um, well, I used to follow a lot of Binding of Isaac streamers who then started to play other games when they got tired of Binding of Isaac, like three or four years after they had started streaming and their audience numbers just plummeted because the people went there to watch them play Binding of Isaac. Well, yeah. Like how many, how many times, like, you know I, I think about like certain streamers that are really big and known for like one thing and like you look at like Gold, who like was like this huge wow streamer like go- going in and doing you know other stuff was a really big risk like it was, yep. it was you know it was huge so yep. yeah like it was you know it was it was a, it was a big thing like it was, it's and like and like yeah that paid off for him but like I mean how often does that pay off for other streamers like you know you know, you right. you look at like, like even us. Like when when I moved off of doing fighting games, often like Friday night streams just like went from like fifteen people down to like six. Yeah. You know, like Ooh. you know, like it it, ha- it happens like literally everywhere when you find a niche and like move off of it. You know, so I don't know that that's a uh, that, you know like it it's. And it's and to be fair, it's also really hard to find that niche because like it has to be something that you want to talk about every fucking day, yes, or like absolutely. you know like like 
thankfully, like, I can talk about Final Fantasy XIV and World of Warcraft and, to a lesser extent, Guild Wars every day. I have no problem doing that. Because there's an audience for that. You know, like, yeah, they're not either. Like, yeah, like, for me, like, like for me, it's just, like, what's the one thing that keeps coming up to the point where somebody might mention... I mean, sometimes, like, I would, like, talk to people at work or in public, and they'd be like, like, I have people who think that my bedroom is nothing but a giant collection of car posters and die-cast models, because, and die-cast car models, because... To be fair, if I didn't know you, I could see That's that. all I ever talk about. That's all I ever talk right. about, even though my room doesn't look like that. So I was like, okay, apparently I seem to never run out of stuff to talk about when it comes to this topic. Yeah. Like, I, I could talk about WoW all day. Like, like uh, almost always. You know, like, uh, the, there's, the, like, I was very passionate about the game for a very long time. And, like, I, to, like, to this day, I still like parts of it. Like, 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 I remember, like, I came back to it last week after a long break, like, to play Final Fantasy and stuff. And I was just like, and I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I missed that quick GCD. So good. Feels so good. You know, and, like, like all these different abilities that just other MMOs don't have. And like the 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 world of Azeroth is still super compelling and fun. It's just a, like you know, and I could talk about that all the time. But anyway, uh, we have let's see what other news stories we have, and then we could talk about what we've been playing, and then uh, call it a lovely day. Uh, so I seem to think so. I'm really noticing that Sony is continuing their video game movie run of their IPs. So mm-hmm. you have the ghost of, so you have the ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah, ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, Chad uh, Stahelski feature take off Sony PlayStation games. That's I can't read this title correctly. Anyways, uh, you have a person that's gonna write the screenplay for uh, their Ghost of Tsushima movie adaptation. Great. Um, so yeah, we had the Uncharted movie came out in February, I believe. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, didn't, didn't see did, it. Yes. And let's see. That one did 383 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. And then you have the more recent success of Sonic 2, which I believe I saw the headline had the best opening weekend for a video game movie ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron, so, I'm sure Aaron will be happy to hear that news. <laughs> <laughs> and Sony Pictures. And PlayStation Plus are also doing The Last of Us TV series on HBO. Yep. So Sony is like the only thing right now that's legitimately pushing forward video game, TV show, movie adaptations. I guess uh, like it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't think it's going to be the worst thing ever, but maybe a long string of averageness. I don't, I, don't I, 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 from ever, I didn't watch the Uncharted movie. I like wanted to go, but got busy and like, I thought it was fine. It was, it was adequate. Like it was, you know, like it was, you know, like I, I've heard it's fine. Like that. I've heard like, it's the definition of like, Hey, do you like Indiana Jones? Would you like a mediocre Indiana Jones clone? Oh, I remember like when we were watching, um, well, that trailer played during the Batman, right? Does Microsoft's Halo not count? Microsoft's uh, Halo is a Paramount Plus TV show that I hear is fucking horrible. So, you know. I've only it's seen the first episode, oh, so that's not good. I can't say for that's sure. That's not good. Yeah, I, you know. Because Halo, Halo has a bunch of wins going for it right now. 
fuck. I don't know, man. It's... I don't know. Like, it's... I really hope that, that like... It, it's like Microsoft, like, had all this money and time and then was just like, you know, we could do this good thing that... Or we could, you know, or alternatively, we could go and make some, uh, you know, like, just might as well have Uwe Boll direct this. Oh. Oh, no. That's a name I haven't heard in a very long time. (laughs) I didn't either. When someone mentioned, I was like, oh, no. Uh, (laughs) That just brings, like, that that name lives in the same era as, uh, was it Jack Thompson? Yeah, no. Just, you, you have this era of just absolutely, like, people trying to get rid of video games because they're immoral even though it's 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 the rock and roll debate for like the one millionth time yes yeah. is what it is <laughs> Elvis and his gyrating hips are corrupting the youths oh <laughs> uh, like that that's what's ha- you know that's that's exactly what it is except the Grand Theft Auto is corrupting the youths as today makes more money than everything else, so what does the wallets actually say? It it's yeah. It, <laughs> what do people's wallets actually say now? Yeah, they don't even have to make Grand Theft Auto Six. Like, what's even the point? The thing grosses more per year than probably ninety five percent of all big title games out there right now. Oh, dude, that yeah, come out during the year. without question. Like, yeah, you you they don't need to do anything. They just have to keep putting out content, little packs that costs an absurd amount of money and then people will pay microtransactions to get said car that can, you know, jetpack off of a you know, rocket off a platform or something. I don't know. Something silly, whatever GTA online is. Just, just, yeah. We, we, I don't know. We did, we were playing it a lot when the pandemic started and then, yeah. Those were always fun too. They, those were, you guys cause all sorts of chaos and bullshit. Just, <laughs> just, just those, those streams took a part of my life <laughs> like, like they were those were they were fun but man they were stressful especially because like i don't get how a game that, that's that old is that unstable it is the horror and yet and yet everybody will dump all their money to to it well yeah it's a great not, it's... not everybody but a lot of people will dump a, a lot, lot of money on it yeah oh it's like breath of Dawn online when did this originally come out 2011 2012? 2013. Came so, out 13. Okay, so Grand Theft Auto 5 came out on 360 and PS3, and then mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Online came out. That's yep. how long ago it is. It's been almost 10 years. It'll um, be 10 years next year. Yeah, 10 years of Grand yeah, Theft Auto Online. Yeah, Skyrim having it. Yeah. So, but it makes so much money. What's even the point of doing anything new? What's the yeah, point? Except yeah, putting well, out like a small contact th- content thing. Well, like how can it be this broken? Apparently, everybody else figured out a way to do it, whether it's hacking up servers or whatever, or doing weird e- exploits that glitch the weather or something. Well, it's it's that it's like the uh, it's what was the uh, the Grand Theft Auto like. Think about like the, this goes back to that thing we had about the '90s, but like it, it, you can apply it to Grand Theft Auto as well, because look at Grand Theft Auto. And you, in like a four-year period, you had three Vice City, San Andreas, and then if you're willing to wait another four years, you have four. And then a year later, you have Lost and Damned slash Gay Tony, and then a year later, you have Red Dead. And then in that same, in like that same ten-year period, or like eight-year period, you have Grand Theft Auto Five and Red Dead Redemption Two, and that's it. 
Like that is that is but it, all. But it, but it makes but it makes all the money. It's about the services now, right? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's the, the dude. And, and also, <sighs> like that's actually uh, one thing about Sony's games I actually really like is with the exception of Gran Turismo, none of them are live service games, and I'm really happy about that because like there are so like every fucking game that isn't an indie game nowadays is a live service game. Like every single one of them, and I get it because it's like free reoccurring like revenue. Like why why wouldn't you if you're a publisher? But like it was like just like I booted up that uh, Uncharted collection earlier this year, and I sat down and I just played through it and I was having a good time, and I was just like this is really weird that this is like this just contained single player thing that's a lot of fun that I'm gonna get the achievements for and that I'm gonna put away forever. It's not going to get any more content updates. It's not going to get any, like, DLC or paid DLC or anything like that. It's just going to be a game I enjoy. Versus, like, you look at all these games, like, that come out. Like, Elden Ring is obviously going to get DLC, and it's getting balance patches. You know, like, uh, Final Fantasy gets content all the time. Uh, you know, like Destiny content all the time. Uh, you know, King of Fighters is probably gonna get a whole bunch of content. Like, just like every game now is just a reoccurring revenue stream. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fascinating. Like Lost Ark, perfect example. Like Lost Ark, giant revenue stream. Like it's like even Persona Five. Like Persona Five is one of my favorite games of the past decade. But like, look at all the costume DLC that came out for that fucking game. Like like Tarn- summer is no longer a joke. No, like it is, re- it is the reality. Yeah, dude. Like I remember when like a obl- horse armor came to oblivion. Like the internet shit oh, itself. Like yeah. they all laughed at it. They all laughed at it that somebody would pay five dollars for a cosmetic that did nothing. Yep. No. Exactly. Like it did nothing was a cosmetic. It didn't make your horse do anything better. It didn't make your horse fly. It didn't do anything. It was just purely a cosmetic. And now, like, now, okay. now, now everyone and knows now, it. And now we're spending yep. money buying cosmetics in Heroes of the Storm that doesn't change gameplay at all. Other yeah. than, ooh, it looks cool. I think no it's because of League of Legends. No I think problem. it's of League of Legends. You play, you play League of Legends for free, you get all your champions for free, and then you can pay money for skins, and I think that's what helped normalize. Well, yeah, I think that helped yeah. normalize it because you, you look at, like, Heroes of the Storm, same thing. Like, it's a free game, so, like, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to throw some money at it. But, like, the problem is, is this is creeping into non-free games now. Yes. Like uh, I mean, it ha- I mean, we've been spending the last half a decade. We spent like the last decade getting to this point, really. Yeah, like just the slow... just slowly nudging it more and more and more to see how much they can get away with, and they found out they can get away with like right now. Don't do an NFT in your game. That's what's getting a lot of backlash. Siege is the but same. Hey, yeah, but, 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 and... but if you just nudge it in a little bit, maybe you'll just eventually accept it. I remember without even realizing it. I remember when, uh, I remember when, like, this stuff started, and I went on Unscripted Access and the original Gamecast over ten years ago at this point, being like, this is some bullshit, please watch out for this, this is going to be bad. And, like, no one fucking listened or cared, and here we are, a decade later, and it's completely normalized and fucking everywhere. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is, though, is like for all the complaints that people have of it, money talks. And what does the money say? What Grand Theft Auto Online is doing is perfectly justified. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like. What Dota do, like, you know, like with free to play games, fine. You know, like Dota 2, I really like the way that Dota 2 does it. Everything is unlocked, all the characters are unlocked, the gameplay will play exactly the same. 
But if you like this cool costume, you can totally do it. Buy it if you want. That's yeah, cool. but some of those costumes announcers go up to like fifty bucks. I know. It's uh, yeah. But, but again, money talks. Yeah. You can complain all you want, but what does your wallet actually say? And at the end of the day, I think it's normalized because people continue to buy it, whether you know, you know. Regardless if everybody can laugh at EA using the Kinder Egg analogy, but guess what? People still bought it. Yeah, they did. I, I agree, and they, and they they shouldn't have. Like the fact that it takes something like Blizzard messing up so bad that people are canceling their subscriptions left and right to put them into the point where they have to go into emergency repair mode. That's about the only time I've seen in the last ten years where somewhere a company finally did something bad enough that everybody's pissed off and leaves. Well, yeah, I, I'm like in the same in that scale. Yeah, like it, it. Like I remember for for year, my first two years of playing Heroes of the Storm, I didn't buy a single fucking skin, and I didn't buy most characters. Like I just didn't. And then like I just finally caved at one point because it was like it got cheap enough, and where I was just like, you know what, fuck it, sure, why not? You know, and and that's that's everybody, and that's the same thing with the. That's the same thing with like the the thing that really bothers me though is like Final Fantasy fourteen and WoW where we already pay a sub, like you already pay a sub, and then they're like here let's go go to the store and buy this shit, and now Final Fantasy is doing what Warcraft has done where they're putting the fu- they're gonna be putting the store inside the actual fucking game, you know, so and we're all okay with it because goddamn it you need that cool mount. I have not. You have to have it, so so you will pay. I am so proud of this. Because it's so cool. The only World of Warcraft store mounts I have are the ones that have come with the collector's editions. That is it. That's all I have. Yep. And Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, though, I am fucked. So Final Fantasy, I I don't have one. All I have is the recruit a friend mounts. So I've gotten people to play the game enough to get uh, the dragon and the drought chocobo. That that that's that's it. Otherwise, nah. Even that one. I, no. I'm fortunate to come from the viewpoint that even in a multiplayer game like Final Fantasy XIV, I've learned like nobody <sighs> really cares. Like they'll look and be like, "That's cool," but like it's not like I made any friends because I had a cool store bought mount. No, it's the store mount, or even, or even or even amounts that I earned from a really hard content in the game. That's still no, relevant. Well, no, the, the the thing is, is like the store, and this is with any game like this, the store mounts, no one cares. They're like, oh, that looks cool or whatever. You know, like, like once we have our ultimate slash extreme group together, I'm going to buy the space whale. The card is around like, you know, like, yeah, sure. But otherwise, like, yeah, no, it's the, this is for me to enjoy. Like, eventually I like I'm not sure, but I eventually probably will pick up Cloud's motorcycle because I like that motorcycle. It's cool. I want to drive it around. But like yeah, like most of the mounts are like whatever, dude. Like it's it is what it is. Like, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, <sighs> it it it's just like you already pay a sub, and then you know, and then you're paying an additional anywhere from twelve to forty two dollars for a mount, and then like Final Fantasy gets really. A- Final Fantasy gets really egregious because you also have fucking emotes on top of it. Yep. Uh, yeah, so. Somehow in Final Fantasy, that's where it's been around for a long time. I know a lot of people bought a lot of stuff from it, and I don't browse through it except to get a Fantasia when you want to change your character's appearance. A friend, uh, 
like a friend of mine has has gotten me an emote from it as a gift. Like I got that. She got me this Super Saiyan emote. And then, uh, other than that, like I, I have not bought anything on that store yet, or gotten anything from that store. I have every mountain, every emote. Dear fucking god, Jesse. Uh, I am part of the problem. It's you me. are the problem, motherfucker. You're not part of it. <laughs> You're all of it. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> it's all my fault. I'm sorry. But that, well, that's the thing. Oh. It looks cool. That look cool. Think all the things, think about it. If we only ever like, this is just how life kind of works, right? Because if we only bought what we ever need, you know, like, it, I don't know. like I get I where it, I get where you are coming from, dude. But like, I'm like on this store, right? And I'm like looking at different stuff in it, and I'm just like no fuck that like like that like oh you missed the halloween event here you can pay five dollars to get this costume you missed yeah that shit is stupid i agree with and you i'm that. just like why not just run it the next halloween event yeah i just I, I think i think like a lot of uh i think a lot of the store stuff is a little similar to why people care so much about their clothes and appearance you look good to others um, and I think especially with today, I look good I don't for know, me. A, I, I wonder if it has something to do with like today's culture where we just kind of are a uh, look at me, grab attention, come on, pay attention to me, validate my existence. So I don't know if we live in that age where everybody loses attention so quickly that you need to uh, need something to look at you for three seconds just to validate that you exist like, or something. Like I missed the Halloween event in Final Fantasy this year. I didn't get any of those goddamn pumpkin heads. But when I make my Reaper, I'm going to want a fucking pumpkin head. So goddamn it, I'm going to be paying $3 for a stupid pumpkin head if it doesn't come back in next year's Halloween event. Ugh. So annoying. Oh, God. And, like, yeah, there, there are, like, there, there, the thing is, though, it's, like, the big... Di- I will say this. The difference between Final Fantasy fourteen and Warcraft Store is Warcraft Store is significantly worse because that shit didn't exist. That shit was not around. They 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 just inflicted that upon us with that fucking star horse, and like everyone hated it, but some people bought it, and enough people bought it where they kept going. You know, Final Fantasy that shit was around forever. It was there from the beginning. I you know fine. That was just part of the game. So who the fuck knows? Oh shit! All right. Um. Terrible video game movies. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, oh yeah, on that. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog two director expresses interest in creating Super Smash Brothers film. I thought we were already making that um, that that universe movie series because of the fact that, um, because of the fact that we had a Detective Pikachu movie. We've had two Sonic movies. Uh, we're about to get a Mario, Mario movie. movie in yeah, we're we're gonna too. we're gonna get our crossover. Don't worry, everyone, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I'm trying to figure out is like how is this going to be really much different than what's already in Smash Brothers Brawl and Ultimate? It's not because the stories of those two games had to be so basic to the point where I'm like, this plot is just kind of a gigantic whatever. Uh, you played it so you can unlock your characters faster. Well, 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 I mean, that's what Avengers was. Like, you look at that first Avengers movie, it's the novelty of the first Avengers is the fact that it exists and it's good. 
Like, that's the whole thing. Like, they did it. They made it. They succeeded. You know, like, it, it's the same thing with this, like, Sonic movie. Like, the fact that they, that they want to make a Smash Bros. movie and, like, combine them all together, like, that's, yeah, that's the novelty if they pull it off. If they don't pull it off, it's just going to be another tire fire. So, yeah. But at, at that point, it's just another failed video game movie, so who cares? Yeah, it's add it to add it to the bone pile. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot uh, of people will go and watch it because video games are bigger than ever, and you can't help but be curious. Oh, no, we are literally starting a show where we are going to watch all those god-awful movies. So, you know, don't worry. That's coming. <laughs> I know Emily's excited. Well, I mean... I just want to talk shit about some of these video game movies. Fair enough. Yeah, okay, this is the one in the Final Fantasy show that drives me crazy. Ten pots of jet black dye is $7.50. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Or you can buy them for millions on the market. Millions of gil. Yes, and here's the thing, is that you could go through the struggle of trying to get 500 million, sorry, 500,000 gil for one Jet black guy, or you can spend seven dollars and fifty cents if you really love money to uh, just get ten of it right now. It's literally just wow tokens. That's you the point where you're at. You're at wow tokens on the market. Oh my god, you could buy it in the real life store and then sell it don't, in the marketplace for it. And they don't you can't for the die anymore. Don't, Those don't, are now uh, market prohibited. Don't oh, want okay. don't want to farm this thing in wow nowadays. It's cool. Just get a wow token and buy it off the auction house. There you go. Same thing. Okay. Uh, At least for the die now, you you have to actually like find those out in the world, and I think they only drop in treasure maps, so they're pretty rare. You can't just buy them and put them on the uh, market board anymore. I mean, yeah, that would that sucks. I mean, that that because would they, because then everybody's going to be able to get their three and a half million to go buy go enter the house lottery. Yeah, and then you're going to tank the housing it market worse than it already is. Yeah. Why is the house only three and a half million? That is way too cheap. It needs to be like thirty million. Yeah. Well, because. I get it. You got to give everybody a chance. Fine, but the thing is, is like for some reason they decided not to copy paste any of these plots to make more. So, oh, you want to talk about how easy it is to earn money in Final Fantasy? After I completely materialed all my stuff and mm-hmm. bought all my full endgame gear set, I only had like thirty-two thousand gold, and Anthony gave me a hundred thousand or Gil, sorry, um, and and Anthony gave me a hundred thousand to like go take care of business and i like literally it's been like what a week and a half since then and i'm already up to five hundred thousand. and i literally don't farm for money at all in that game like at it's all it's pretty easy right now i'm uh selling items on the market board that you can buy from a vendor for 40k and i'm selling them for 90k on the market board and they're selling pretty quickly so like it's free money like money has no meaning here <laughs> it it, it kind of doesn't unless you're t- like the only time it really does matter is like if somebody wants a minion or yes, some, yes. some glam that you can't really get elsewhere then it pushes like five million on the market board then they'll care but that's like the only time yeah. I, I don't really see messages it's not it's definitely not back in the early days when somebody was like oh man i gotta teleportation is actually expensive when you start a new character um, or stuff like that. Just now it's like, what are you saving your money for? I want to buy a house faster. To, to like, it, it's basically like all people really spend money on is glam. 
Like, what yeah, am I doing it. with my seventy? What am I doing with my seventy-five million gil? I have no idea. Well, yeah, <laughs> I have no plans to buy a house in this game again. Uh, because it's like, what do I do with it? Like, I I don't have to doing that anymore. Right, um, exactly. Is there any glams I want? Not really. I'm not exactly into the glam end game. So what am I doing with my seventy-five million? No idea. I'm just saving. So you could start playing the auction house. I mean, that'd be an option. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, see, that's pretty terrifying. That, like, you could just become the Final Fantasy equivalent to, like, a super rich person. And just, like, yeah, ball out like crazy. There's, there's already a lot of people doing that, and I, I don't have much interest in doing that. I just watched a video where this guy purchased uh, every single listing of a particular item across his data center. And then listed it all for three times as much and made, like, 600 million gil. What the f- Oh, that happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they like, yeah. Y'all are nuts, okay? The same, the same thing with the vendor thing. He's like, if nobody knows that this item can be bought from an NPC vendor, buy it, sell it for, uh, sell it for markup, profit. Yeah, absolutely. I um, like, I had a, I, there was a guy that, there was a buddy that I talked to way back in the day when he started Final Fantasy fourteen. He had no interest in doing the combat. What he did was just started money making almost as soon as he could. Oh, dude, I he, totally. And he, and he made hundreds of thousands just buying uh, commodity items from NPCs and then just putting them on the market board because nobody knows you could search on yep. Google and find out they're sold in an NPC and bam, they buy it. He made lots of money. Yeah, no. Um... And hey, it's not like there's any regulation to stop you from doing that. No. <laughs> oh, now we're getting into fun. Let's see. Was that the spiffing Brit? It was. Yeah, it was. The Anthony, just give it all video. to me, says Aaron. Aaron, how's your vacation going, man? We're we're holding down the fort we here. Miss you. Wait, we do miss you. It's it's yeah. been a real dumpster fire here without you. Hope you're enjoying your your time away. Yes, we'll uh, we'll be we'll be uh, seeing you next week. We hope. Um. So yeah, like it's it's one of those things where like uh, I did that myself actually because I like I was like wonder why like I bought my full endgame set accessories everything I'm a full 580 set with materia except for my gloves and then Ninja points out to me why don't you just data center hop and I go and I go over to the date the, the like the next data center next to us and it's like selling for like 20k a piece and I bought like five sell them all for 40 undercutting my entire market and making 100k and yep. getting my gloves Jesus yep. uh, welcome to the globalization of Final Fantasy 14 <laughs> So no, really, it used to, it's not used to be. Final <laughs> Fantasy NAFTA out here. <laughs> the North American Free Trade Agreement has gotten even bigger now. The um, the, the Aorzia Free Trade Agreement, the EMA. You can visit across data centers now, right? Like, soon. eventually. Yeah, 615. Yeah, you soon. can. So I could go visit my original data center that I came from. And so, yeah, I'm like, this is globalization, right? So it oh. used to be you were just contained to your only server. All your rating, all your party finding had to happen within the server itself. Then they did the cross-server thing, which mm-hmm. was great and kind of lousy at the same time, but kind of had to happen because everybody was just dumping their server for whichever popular server had the best rates, right? Yeah. Best rate teams. Yes, um, what was happening. But... Uh, but that kind of complicated the trade thing. So now we're going to globalize to hopping across data centers in your same continent. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. 
fuck. Oh, dude. The economy in this game is about to get fucked. Like, it's like, about to get sold. Need Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, uh, of, of our, our data set, of our I, uh, North American region. I want to be the Aorzia Warren Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> and you pay a crew of people to do investments for you. Uh, lordy. I, somebody somebody write this down I want that to be the title of this week's podcast the Aorzia's a- Warren Buffett <laughs> so uh, yes, we're like two hours into the show to get for them to get that right yeah so okay. uh, just good. means they gotta listen to the whole thing Yeah, All good right. about to get yeah. on my flight back it's been more Elden Ring this week awesome great game uh, alright we should, we should go ahead and uh, discuss uh, what we've been playing uh, so I'm pretty sure everyone here besides M has been on that patch 6.1 this week. That, uh... Pretty much, yeah. It's a good patch. Oh, hey, we got, uh, how, we got something in the chat. Gunblade X6. How's housing for y'all? Fucked. Completely fucked on our server. How's yours? <laughs> so. Oh! The, oh the, the, the housing is on Yeah. Is your nature's got a house? That's great. That's great. I have my FC upgraded to a medium plot. Where I'm good. I'm I, I am. I am oh, trying. You got a medium plot. No slots available. Wow. Nah, he's ninja. We ninja is the real Warren Buffett of Eorzea. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, he's gonna own like five of the clubs on 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 that region's data centers. Oh yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, because here's the thing: Warren Buffett doesn't just do stocks. He diversifies the portfolio. I mean, yeah, that's. Yeah. But that way, when if the markets go down, you're still making lots of money. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I uh, other, but no, like, it kind of reminds me, like, I I don't think we talked about this on the show yet, but we talked about it before it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the housing market in Eorzea or at least Ishgard is kind of messed up because the lottery system isn't working mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Uh, you would save up the three and a half million uh, guild deposit, put it in, and everybody else puts it in, and nobody wins. Because it would just glitch out and nobody gets a house, so you're all losers. Just you like get your just, back, so. So, so so hold on, that's just like the real life economy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Although um, deposits, like you don't get deposits back usually, right? Uh, no. Uh, right, hold on, real quick. Uh, I want to make that big slot to make airship stuff. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, like, I'm at the point... I'm, like, far enough behind where I really don't care about housing uh, in that game yet. I know I'm eventually going to want to get a house in Kugane, but it's a matter of when. Good. Well, just Good just luck. know that you don't have to have a house. You can do apartments or your FC's room as a not-so-good... Uh, part- <laughs> what would you call it? Yeah, Sorry, you can't get a house, house, but you can have an apartment in it. Your participation, yeah. your your consolation prize, I believe that's Yes, what there you go, consolation prize. The thing about the house is that when you own it, you have to log in or walk inside your house at least once per month. So if you're thinking about canceling your subscription long term, you're going to lose your house unless, yeah, unless you walk into it like at least once a month. <laughs> I need to live my American oh, dream in-game because I can't do it in real life. I am right there with you. Oh, Bro, yeah, struggles. no. Uh, no, like, I, 
Oh my god. You you want to No, like I have so many goals in this game before housing though. Like I want to I want to finish the newest extreme. I want to uh I want to cap out my dark knight, my reaper and my sage. I want to get good glams for all those said boys. Like it's I'm excited that you're into this game. Um yeah. Well, I've just uh, so I went through the stages of grief with World of Warcraft over the course of a year. And uh, I finally just gave up, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to like go here until this is good again. Until WoW is good again. I need to get my Ifrit pony. Oh, dude! I uh, Anthony and I got all the ponies uh, like three weeks ago. We did it all in one shot. Like, if you have one person to help you, you can get all the ponies real easy. Uh, yeah, the bird pretty easy in '92. Yeah, like the the birds are the birds are pretty easy. The dogs, I feel, is one stuff you can't really two-man it anymore. You have to start getting yeah, more yeah. people involved. Yep. Like, I can think you can two-man Rathalos pretty well, but otherwise... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but the other ones are a lot harder to, to two-man. Granted, Rathalos has the best mount out of all those, so, you know. I enjoyed hunting Shiva. Oh. Great fight, great music. Oh, Shiva's the bomb, dude. Shiva's the bomb. one of the best things that game ever had. That That um, is one of the best, like, even though it's super early, uh, it's one of the best fights in the whole game. Uh, same thing with um, what's it called? Um, God, the the Reborn. uh yeah, the, it's it's the it's like the early dungeons, like the fact that they they went in, they reworked them all. Like, I'm not sure if you caught that, which like oh, Praetorium, not just Praetorium, like even the like Copper Bell Mines, yeah, all those. Like yeah, they all, made, the, all the early ARR dungeons. Have been yeah, they, they they went in and redid them all. Like it, it's. So uh, I've only ran redone. Uh, Sash Tasha wasn't redone. It um, was, but 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 it was. I think it was. They, they, I think they redid I, most of the old ones. Um, but uh, I, the level fifteen one, and I, it kind of felt the same. So. Um, honestly. well, I know that I, the, I re-ran every every ran Praetorium, so I was like, that's okay. Um. Good to know that that place has some meaning now instead of just a grab popcorn. Do Marlboro still power. ruin your day in that one dungeon? Oh, the um, ruin your day in Armvale, yes. Armvale. <laughs> I okay, maybe I'm just lucky with that dungeon. Like I will fully admit, like because I don't have the PTSD that everyone else has for that dungeon. Right. And, and because, it, well, the thing is, like with Arm Veil, you can enough people have ran it, and you can have the gear to soak up all that stuff. And they did tweak it in previous years, where uh, where the 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 coin boss guy used to not display any AOE warnings. You had to look at his cast. And back in the day, when you didn't know what it was, everybody kept dying to that boss. The, you can definitely tell when you look at those ARR dungeons, like the original ones. You can definitely tell that they were. Um... They were more built around what Warcraft is versus being their own thing. Yeah. Like yep. you, 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 like Preach was talking about this this week, where like he's just like, yeah, they redid them so they don't play like Warcraft fights anymore, and that's good because this gameplay is so fundamentally different from World of Warcraft in some ways that uh, making fights run like World of Warcraft is really a bad idea. Um, though, let me tell you, I have died so many times to goddamn snapshotting in this game that, like, we literally could put a death counter on the stream at this point. Oh my god. Yeah, we have found Bronson Stark Souls thing. Alright, 
14. Got it. Snap fouting. The thing is, like, Bronson plays a black mage also, so he's going to get greedy to see if he can get his cast off. Yep. And then move. Yeah, I I gave up on that dream during uh, our extreme this week, though. I was like, fuck that. (laughs) Fuck my DPS. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, though. In that fourth fight in the alliance raid, like, you are moving the entire fucking Really? It's it's not the fourth fight for me that was the hard one. In fact, that was probably the easiest fight all raid. Um, Let's see. So Texas is like FF14 and Cali as well, because we're taking in refugees like champs. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Yeah, no. Yeah, you are. So, and and just like California, California used to be really nice, but now it sucks. <laughs> so that just that checks out. Don't worry, they got a plan announced for Tuesday at nine AM when we're all busy working. Yeah, I mean Yeah. To, to, yeah, to yes, I, I hope I don't have a case at that point in the day yet. <laughs> That's that's basically my thing. I'm actually curious of the announcement because everything has gone so wrong for a while that you that you get curious what the inner announcement is going to be. Right, like you you have this themselves. You have this like morbid curiosity of like how will they fuck it up now? Let's find <laughs> out. Uh, like 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 Asmin had that thing the other day where it's just like where they had that news leak about. Uh, about uh, Ra- or Wrath Classic having the the like equivalent to the Dark Portal Pass, but they're taking it even further, and like he's just like so done. He's just like I don't fucking care anymore. I'm just gonna play the fucking game. But here's uh, it. Yeah. All right. I was gonna say like he doesn't care, but he will still play it anyways. Well, yeah, because Wrath is super fun. Like I'm not. I'm. I came here for general gaming and found FF14 podcast. This is the best. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Uh, trust Welcome. me, we could happily discuss 14 a lot. Uh, we have uh, Anthony, who is the most veteran here. Uh, then we have Jesse, who is a who moved from WoW, what, like, during the beginning of Shadowlands? Yeah. And, like, I moved in the middle of Shadowlands during the big uh, refugee move. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's uh, it's been a time, man. It's, yeah. uh, we could talk a lot of MMOs. Bronson and I used to have to create a dedicated show to separate all of our MMO and PC talk. Yeah, absolutely. And other things ner- really nerdy into its own show, so that way the regular game cast can still do general gaming. Yeah, no, that's, it was yeah, a fun time. That, that was the thing. But yeah, like 6.1 came out. I think it's pretty good, pretty fun. Uh, the story, I didn't like the story cutscenes too much because... Just so much talking. I, I thought the end of six. That's always the the point one patch though. That's something I've noticed. Like three point one, four point one, five point one, and six point one have all been just set up for whatever the point two, yep. point three, and point four are. And they're so boring. And they're they're always like the raid is always cool. The dungeon yep. is typically always pretty cool, but the actual like, yeah, the rest of it is really kind of shit. <laughs> The like, end. The end is always pretty cool. Yeah, like the the and they yeah like they in my opinion I'm not gonna spoil it. That last cutscene teases yes. someone coming yes. back. Uh, and I'm and I if it's who I think it is I'm here for it. It 100 has to be right. Like, right, like they no can't. No way else. Like, come back to me. I miss you. Right. 
just that person is the best fucking character in this game. He's so good. Well, and I'm I'm really excited. Like to to not. It's hard not to spoil anything about it, but I'm really excited for uh, the the Final Fantasy one bosses and i think that's that's what i'll leave it at that that i'm not too like that i'm kind of whatever about like the alliance raid was fine for me like mm-hmm. i like the alliance raid i think it's really good but i love the last boss that fucking scale mechanic made me laugh my ass yeah. off dude yeah <laughs> it has been proven that the war of like can't do math yeah nobody nobody can uh, do <laughs> can't even figure out what a prime number is um We've proven that the no, words like cannot that. understand physics from the Sophia Extreme fight. Which, yeah, uh, had scales on the side. Hold on, come, come. We got we got a red versus blue quote in the chat. Come back to me. I made you a muffin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, uh, Lordy. Uh, yeah. No. So Final Fantasy uh, 14 is. Uh, you know, it, it it is a passion around here for sure for most of us. Uh, yep. once w- now that M has a PS4, we'll have a PS4 soon. Uh, she can start playing. Um, so you know. Yeah, just... but I have to wait until after PAX because that's when I get it from uh, my brother. Well, hey, you know that's not that far away. Like what, four months? Yeah, four months. So, you know, four-ish. But yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's a it's a it's a good time. So yeah, like I, I, I really hope that my suspicions to who that gentleman or woman is in that last cutscene are right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure it is. I it feel like been. I missed it because I was kind of droning out from. Did you? I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch okay, it. Okay, yeah, it's the literal last cutscene of the. Uh, of the patch like it's the one before they i'm feeling like my memory it's like i've played this game solo for so long that i just started to forget things from it oh dude like then everybody's taking interest again and i'm trying to remember things no that that, that's fine like stella will bring up stuff from the story and i'm like oh right that happened that did happen yeah (laughs) like like uh she mentions the The thing i feel really bad is like you say i'm the veteran but i sure feel like an extra old man because like I can't remember stuff. I can remember memories from the old days. Oh yeah, back in the old days, we didn't even have Party Finder, and you had to go and say hi to someone to join their group. I feel like almost. And then, of course, but then, but then, but then they'll forget everything on how to operate a radio, for example. <laughs> like that's what it's like for yes. me. It's like I show up to this fight, and I'm like the only guy who can explain the mechanics, but at the same time, I don't remember it. Oh uh, lordy. Or uh, it, or I've ran it so much where I don't remember it in words anymore. I just remember it through an instinct I, or emotion, like walking. I remember that ext- the extreme we ran on what was it Tuesday? On Tuesday, yes, we ran it. The, oh, no, yeah. Friday, Friday. Ensinger, Ensinger extreme. Yeah, the the the, the 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 extreme we ran Ensinger extreme. Uh, I well, the, the thing that stood out to me from that was like the fact that you and I both were doing the call out like the different call outs. <laughs> Then prioritizing them differently. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, Did yeah. you guys uh, clear that fight? Fuck no! No. no. Okay. We have any, like, we've only seen like the five heads like once. Like yeah, we 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 all we kept getting to that phase with the tethers and the the uh, the meteors hitting and just like just fuck it up every single time. Oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah. What about you? No, the what good news is we did see we the five heads like it. once or twice, but yeah. 
Wait, sorry, yeah. sorry, Jesse. What? Uh, we haven't we haven't tried it yet. We um, finally got to try out Pandemonium Three Savage last night. Yeah. And uh, uh, we spent four hours bashing our heads against that. Uh, well, I mean, to, like the thing is, for for our group, like it's just Anthony and I, and then whatever randos we can find on Goblin. Yeah. So yeah. like it's it's a little different. Or a data, or, or a data center, really. Yeah, like my my. We found, a, we found a fun. We found a fun drunken group that actually got us further. Than yeah. No, I love how we get like that group who was trying to parse, and they fucking were just oh. not doing shit. But then we go to the group of drunk guys, and they're just like we get to the we get further than we did with the parse group. Jeez. It's fucking it tells awesome. you how being relaxed can get you pretty far. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, th- those guys were funny. I, I, I always look for the the like the idiot group to raid with, because it's like, yeah, eventually we'll clear it. Like it's just a matter of when. Drunk and high gamers know what's up. Um, yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm typically sober when I play, but you know, uh, I made a drink when I started because I'm like, I'm joining in with these guys. I'm gonna get buzzed and enjoy this. Our, our tank is our, our main tank is always. Higher than a kite. <laughs> you know, I I wish I would have had that as a coping method when I was an MT, because right. let me tell you, as someone who was a main tank from vanilla through uh through Cata in like multiple high end guilds, let me tell you, man, uh that would have helped immensely. Um, but it is what it is. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good patch. I think it has the problem that every point one patch has of just like plot, 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 dungeon raid. I mean, you just finished the story of Endwalker, which was a huge finale. I'm sober now. uh, And now now he's like, newfound adventure. How do you start newfound adventure? Go talk around and maybe you'll find it. Yeah, how does this work again? (laughs) Uh, lordy. But yeah, so, um, great music as always especially that final boss in the 24 oh yes yes amazing music i didn't play much ff11 like i i checked it out like a little like when x played its review of it and then world of warcraft just completely took over my life for those kind of games so yeah yeah, all right yeah uh no, I don't know. It's a great patch. Uh, I, I've had fun. Uh, I, I want to clear the extreme real bad. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, when, when will I get to clear that extreme? I don't know. Probably once I'm a little more geared. I have a, I have just enough for a 390 piece this week. So, so I'll have two of those at least. Or not 390, 590. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Anybody have anything else? Like, thoughts on the raid? I, I imagine you cleared the raid, Jesse. I think we've yeah, talked yeah. a lot about Final Fantasy XIV. Um, I'm, I've honestly thought about about doing an FF14 show for, the for like, the channel, just to make it more diversified. Um, and also, like, funnel all... Because, like, this... Is, 14 has been on the podcast for, like, the eighth week in a row now. Just because yep, someone's sure. always doing something in it, so I've kind of been at the point where I'm just gonna, I'm I'm add it to add it to like its its own separate little island, just because <laughs> it's easier. You know, like it, it makes it very similar to what we had to do for Warcraft back in the day. You yeah. know, so uh, do anyone play anything else besides fourteen? Well, um, 
since well, it's my first time at the show in like a few months, but quick, but off the top of my head, uh, Grand Turismo 7, a little bit of Horizon Forbidden West. Um, <laughs> FF14 really, really. show call it limit break radio. I miss those guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, lordy. And rebuilding is and building another city in the skyline. So that's about it uh, that I could think of. I did some Guild Wars with uh, Stella. It was cool. It was a great game. Uh, that game's fun. Uh, it's definitely it definitely has the roughest leveling process in my opinion. Like it doesn't have that polish that WoW has, and it doesn't have the uh, the story of Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy. Um, and, and like, like I kind of just, just want to fuck, fuck around and PvP a bunch, but, but like you can't like leveling that way is like the slowest way you can level. So I'm kind of just fortunate. Yeah, but, but you can level doing anything. anything. That's, That's the whole part. Like I went up like four levels just doing the story and exploring. Like, like it, yeah, yeah, it's really different and cool. Um, I don't know what would be a good name for a Final Fantasy podcast. If we're just focusing on fourteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. The game gets memed to death. I'm sure we'll find something. Yours, the Alliance Free Trade Agreement. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the economy at all. Oh in this, my god! This <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was also thinking something related to the Warriors of Light being really stupid because they can't do math. They can't figure out how physics works, and now we can't know how to balance scales. In the uh, latest 24 man raid, like, like, what was it? You said that we were like, Eurasia's adventurers are just a bunch of murder hobos that can't do anything that involves like computation. Yeah, you can't count, you can't fucking do math, like, just none of it, none of it, none of it happens. None of it. Just, just point me where to, just, just point me what to kill. What do I need to kill and how? Uh, let's who, do I, see. who do I talk to and listen for the next three hours to tell me where the heck to go kill? Uh, before we leave FF14, I'm sad that Gilbert Godfrey didn't get to voice as Gaius Van Belsar. I want that to happen so oh, bad. Just a scary oh, man right. with the Agos voice. <laughs> I would love to see him. Uh, I would have loved to see him do oh. Fan Daniel because Fan Daniel is my favorite villain. Um, mm -hmm. So one thing that we've talked about on the show before is Anthony and I have come to the conclusion that humanity is garbage and cannot be saved. It is done. It's done. We're just playing it out. And so we're like, you know, Finn Daniel, at least for the real world, is right. Like, he's 100% right. So we want to get t-shirts made for the next fan fest. And if we can get people who watch the stream on board with it to get a, to all wear at fan fest, Fan Daniel was right shirts, <laughs> uh, we're going to do it. At oh, minimum, yeah, you will have sure. at minimum, you will have Anthony, Stella, and I rocking it. So... Uh, did Aaron say he would wear that too? Yeah, I think we got Aaron on board last show. So, you know, Fan yeah. Yeah, and Daniel was right. That's that's the that's that's what we need. Um, so I don't know. It's it's one of those things where we're gonna uh, just. I mean, think about think about it. Van Daniel was right. Like humanity can it's not worth it. Let's just do it over. Let's just end it. Yep. Let's just restart. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, all right. So it's me and Anthony. Like I did Guild Wars. Uh. I feel like I messed around with something else this week at some point. Like, I, I did... I got a lot of Final Fantasy time in, other than the patch, though. Like, I unlocked all the Stormblood raids, so we can get the dogs done. Nice. 
Um, we've checked off the horses, we've done the birds, now we're on to the dogs. Anthony and I are going to have the full set of rainbow mounts. It's going to be dope. Which means we got to tackle awesome. the end walk. We got to tackle the end walker ones too. Yeah, once those are out and done. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I have no and problem. And then like, and we're, and we're we're slowly trying to make our ultimate suffering team. Yes. Yeah, so we we have. So the good news is, is Quinn's guild doesn't have like a team for that yet. So we can easily get Quinn on, as long as we can meet his schedule. We have uh, we have me, you and I, and we'll have Aaron once he's good to go. Jerica most likely not happening because they're. Her, our prog group is doing ultimate soon, so uh, we we're gonna we're probably gonna need uh, tanks and whatnot. I I would love for Jesse to join if he's willing to do it with his current yeah, ultimate. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, that's no, gonna be dope. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I'm, I I you know, but like we'll see. Like that, it, it's we're trying to assemble that. Uh, it helps that I am now capped and geared, or geared ish, as I'll put it. Um, like I got my I got my first two pieces of 590 uh, now that this week between the tombstones and the um, between the tombstones and the uh, what's it called uh, the the alliance raid pants I got so you know yeah uh, what about you Jesse anything besides 14 uh no Final Fantasy 14 rhythm games but like mostly Final Fantasy 14. The new PvP mode has been it's so fun as hell, fun. dude. Oh my god, thank you for reminding me. Uh, this is the first time I've hopped into Final Fantasy PvP in a long time because it's garbage. Normally, it's garbage. Yes, yes. Um, it's but this was like it's literally just res zerging over and over and over again. Yep, that's all yep. that it is. And but it's fucking so much fun, especially because they like tweak the abilities and like every class gets scaled up so you can literally just go in with a class at level one and you get all your shits uh it's great it's beautiful yeah that's pretty much all i've done uh i mean yeah that's it's super fun and like it it uh i haven't done the new stuff the new stuff is cool no i agree with you the old stuff was garbage especially like as someone who used to like do a lot of wow pvp and like used to like do TBC arenas all the time. Like I tried Final Fantasy PvP for the first time like a month ago, and I'm like, this is awful. Why would anyone play this? Um, and then like this new mode that's uh, called what Crystalline Conflict. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, push the cart from like Overwatch or TFT or whatever. Yeah, like and, and it's super fun. Like it's well done. It looks great. Like it, it's uh, they they tweak the abilities in just a way to where like it's not frustrating. Um, yeah, like it, it's that it does help that there's no toxicity in it either, because they remove yeah. they remove chat. Yep. Like all you have is emotes to chat, so you can't have the so, thing. So toxicity is somebody going up and slapping you then. <laughs> yes. No, there's only specific emotes you can use. Oh, so you can't uh, slap someone? Okay. No, and there's like pre-made chat messages that you can use, and that's that's about it. Yeah, and uh-huh. you and you can't queue as teams either, so you are just. Yep. You literally are like they, they've literally done everything they can to discourage toxicity, um, which outside of sabotaging your own team, right? Yes, of course. Okay. Which I mean, yeah. Which I actually figured. So I, I just figured out something because it's the horde strategy for Alterac Valley, uh, which is or not the horde strategy, the alliance strategy for Alterac Valley and the horde strategy for Arathi Basin. You get ten astronomy tome stones. For every time you win or lose in the new in the new uh, good job, good job, good job. 
Oh yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah, yep, it does happen. But uh, but you get ten tombstones no matter what uh, for 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 winning or losing in PvP, and obviously it is way faster to lose than it is to win. Like if you do it on purpose, and like I figured out, like man, you can lose a game of this in like two minutes if your entire team is mm-hmm. willing to throw with you, and you can just get ten tombstones every two minutes. If you just keep throwing, like literally, if I I could to- if they did not ban chat, I could totally see people doing this, like a hundred percent, like no doubt, because they used to do it in um in WoW back in the day. Yeah. So, um, no, my favorite thing was getting Alterac Valley and the entire alliance just being like, eh, okay, cool, we're all gonna go just stand outside the area and let them cap. Because our queues are like two minutes versus theirs are like hours on end. Yeah, and it, it, it was the it was the same thing with uh, the horde and Arathi Basin. Like the alliance always won Arathi Basin, no matter what. It was weird. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's PVP. Uh, Anthony, and then last we have M. M, you do uh, you play anything? Just more Kirby. More. more. I actually have a second run of uh, Kirby going right now. Ooh, I like that. Kirby's fun. I, I like Kirby games a lot. They're very chill. They're a relaxing experience. Um, all right, well, uh, I think that's it, guys. It's been a good show. Good good chill week. Uh, I know we didn't really have much news to talk about, um, you know, and we didn't have really much of a show plan either. Uh, you know, it was kind of be it. I honestly debated hopping on today and just being like, hey, Anthony, you just want to do a Final Fantasy XIV stream instead. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'd be okay with it. Um, as long as I don't take as long as long I don't take it too seriously. I, yeah. Because um, uh, it's been a fun adventure. It's been a fun adventure. I'm trying to level a Black Mage. And... <laughs> Greatest idea. Man. Man. Well, we're definitely streaming 14 this week on Tuesday and Friday again. So, uh, or at least I am. I can't speak if Aaron's doing any additional days beyond his Elden Ring day. So, you know, but yeah. So you're you're definitely at some 14, so give us a follow if that's uh, what you're all about. Uh, once Data Center travels up, we'll be running content together because then Jesse, Aaron, myself, you know, Black Mage, let me dodge what comes my way. No, Black Mage, <laughs> healer adjust. Yes. Uh, yeah. It was absolutely fantastic when we joined up in Ensinger, and I'm like, oh no, there's two black mages. No, oh, dude, three. three we did three and I'm like, black mages. Right, let, me, let me get my master's degree in adjustment. Because <laughs> 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 I'm going to have three people who are going to really test where they can stand and not die, but but still alive enough for me to heal them. By the by, the end uh, of that run, I'm pretty sure I was the only run, only black mage who actually knew where I should be standing. <laughs> I'm like 90% sure because I was always the last black mage to die. <laughs> so, but I was also giving up DPS to do that. So, it was yeah, it was it was, a, it was a it was a, a I I will always remember that preach video. It's just like the boss is attacking with its big super mega attack. Do you A stand in it? B sacrifice your DPS for the party and move out of the way. And the preach just yells, "Stand in it, bro. Healer problem." <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a, no it's a constant it's i wouldn't, i don't know if i want to call it a game of chicken but it's a constant negotiation thing because you need to 
get damage done. So you gotta stand just enough to get your damage done, but you also have to dodge just enough that the healer isn't thinking that you're making their life hard and they completely stop healing you and you die and lose all your damage. Yeah. No, no, no. So, it, it's like, so like you're constantly just trying to read how much you can get away with, with the healer. It's Dude, no. Slide casting is your best friend. Like, it, like it, slide casting it, is your best friend also knowing which attack doesn't immediately one-shot you. Uh, or, the problem... The problem with ex- a uh, stack on you. It's all about whether the healer is to heal someone else or not at the moment. Like, I mean, it also depends on the difficulty. Like on extreme, the answer is everything one shots you, so always move. <laughs> like, yeah, but always. if we're doing normal, if we're doing normal, ah, eh, fine. Oh, dude, like on normal, <laughs> I can get away with so much shit. Normal, like I'm like. The thing is, like the fact that I'm going to be a healer on our ultimate runs is um going to be great be great i mean on our ultimate runs it's slowly looking like i'm gonna be our dark knight because we won't have any other tank options like that's the that's the reality like it's just unless we can get like jesse what's your main uh samurai samurai so yeah you would uh, another dps and like i get it you want to take a samurai over a black mage that makes sense um but yeah so i don't know we'll see um i know that uh once Stella hits 70, we're making Reapers together, and it looked... Dude, I was, I was, like, watching some Reaper guides, and I was just like, okay, this might be my alt DPS job. <laughs> this shit looks awesome. Yeah, Reaper looks really cool. It's it's so cool looking. I, you know, like, the, the... You know, I know that Jerrica said there's a lot of GCD management, which is my biggest problem. But, you know, fuck it. Um... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that is that's still a while's off. Uh, I know that we we have quite the posse uh, planned for stuff, uh, you know, and we we're we're gonna get it sorted and figure out fun stuff for it. So anyway, guys, it's been a fun week. Uh, we'll be back next week with your more standard programming. Uh, if you're not, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. So maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe. If if Aaron comes, and you're gonna be talking about it for an hour. <laughs> oh dude if we if we actually clear end singer next friday uh i will be very a very happy man um and especially oh no kingdom hearts talk uh that was last week's show oh, no, that was last week that was last week that news that news literally broke sunday morning and we reported it right after so uh, a couple of things one give us a follow because we do the show every uh Every single Sunday morning, uh, and we stream throughout the week. But those schedules are random. I know for sure that we are doing. Uh, I know for sure this week I'm doing Tuesday and Friday again, because those are my open nights as far as like to do shit. Uh, so we'll be doing. We'll be. We'll be doing the Tuesday. We're gonna do the new raid again to get gear and to get used to it more. And we're also going to try and do maybe some of the Stormblood raids. That's right, boy. Hey, there's Mondo the follow. Thank you. Hey. Thanks for the follow. I heard the alert, but I don't see the alert. Oh, there it is. Good. Um, <laughs> oh, lordy. Uh, so, but yeah, like I, uh, so I, I think that we're we're gonna be doing fourteen. I don't know what Aaron's schedule is as far as he goes, but uh, we're gonna be doing fourteen on Tuesday and Friday. Uh, Elden Ring will most likely be Monday, Wednesday, or Thursday. And then we have uh, the podcast on um, Sunday morning, as always, where we'll talk about all the news and all that fun stuff. Uh, We love you guys. Thank you. We'll be back next week, and I'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to Super Gamecast 2. Hey, we stream every recording of these episodes live on Twitch, so if you want to join us, you can find us at twitch.tv slash supergamecraft. If you want to see the video version of this episode, be sure to search Super Gamecraft on YouTube to find our channel, where we post the full stream every week. We also stream video games on Twitch. I know, weird. A schedule can be found on our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Finally, the best place to stay informed and in touch with us is on our Discord. To get there, head to our Twitch page and click the Discord link in our About section. Special thanks to that headband guy for his cover of Ken's theme from Street Fighter 2, and to Overclocked Remix for their collection of video game covers that we use for our streams, videos, and podcasts. That's all for us. We love you, thank you, and we'll catch you later.